Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode number 209. We are here in studio to wrap up all the action from the 2022 Spring Creek National. I am your host, Travis. My co-host with me here, the one and only original OG co-host, Justin. What's up, buddy? Hi. Hey. We've been hanging out. Yeah. The intros are always weird because we've been hanging out. I don't know how those people do the podcast and act like, oh, hey, haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, none of them actually just walk in. They're no. All, uh, I think we should just, you know... Get to the point, though. Stop saying the OG thing, because I don't think Cole's just... He's not coming anymore, so it's just going to be just you and me, I think. Somebody asked in one of the comments on the on one of the videos the other day, where's Cole? I was like, oh, he's Supercross only. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's going to have to prove his worth. He might not even be Supercross only. He might get his contract terminated <laughs> for 2023. <laughs> Justin, manager of the show here. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's, he's, not pull, he's not pulling his shit in. Like, look, those numbers, not really impressed. I don't like it. You know, maybe just like... <laughs> You I'm know, not really impressed. I don't like. Maybe it. he just might be a you know a wild card like Eli is with World. Just come in for a couple rounds and just you know, hey man, you, uh, dude, come come. Twenty twenty three Supercross preview. He's gonna get all psyched up oh, and I be know. like, I'm fucking in, bro. I'm I coming. Know. Supercross season. Let's be real. He's not doing anything right now, so he could be here, but he just chooses not to. He was kayaking. That's stupid. I know. Let's fuck kayaks. All right. Before we get into the show here, let's thank our sponsors. So first off, I want to thank our presenting sponsors. First off, boom, Energy Fuel. Best fucking drink out there. Keep yourself fueled, energized, and strong from start to finish. Pick yours up today at CoachRobStore.com. Shout out to Coach Rob for getting us some Energy Fuel so we can stay energized. fueled, energized, and strong from start to finish of everything. 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 <laughs> about to be field tested here on everything. Anyway, I uh, also want to thank Premier Custom Trailers. If you need a trailer, commercial or residential, Premier Custom Trailers has what you need. They work with the best manufacturers in the industry and specialize in all the trailer needs, sales, service, parts, or rentals. They do it all. PremierCustomTrailers.com, located five minutes south of Kalamazoo on US-131 in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. Were you purposely trying to do that fast or get yeah. through in one breath? Yeah. Okay. Did that work? I mean, you slipped up for like a second, but you did. That was pretty good. I did. Um, also, final presenting sponsor, been with us forever, TLR Coatings, Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. From two-tone wheels to motorcycle frames, small batch production jobs, TLR Coatings will powder coat anything metal the right way. Looking for some custom Cerakoting, they do that too. TLR Coatings serve southwest Michigan and surrounding areas for over five years. Check them out at TLRCoatings.com or on all the major social media networks at TLR Coatings. Whew. Wow. Just trying to get through this, man. Also on board with us, Alias Sport, Dirt Bike Depot, JT Cycle, Adept Creative Co., Gutterworks, Isaac Nelson Designs, and Clutch Media, and Holster Co. I can't wait to do a new sheet because Holster Co.'s over here, and, like, it's just it's a fucking thing. Anyway, um, so thanks to all of them. On this show, full pack show, we're going to wrap up Spring Creek. We're going to call Kevin Moran's. We are going to have a Holster Co. Reload Rant. We're going to talk some World Supercross. We're going to talk a little bit of MXON. Um, if you want to pick up any merch, including the Dylan Danger Zone shirt, because he is coming back. Ooh. Final four. God. Dylan's going to be there. He's only doing turn track right now, but I think he'll be. We Hey, we got to get him to sign the Dylan Danger Zone shirt. 
We should bring a cut. We should bring an extra one, actually a couple for him and his wife, and if they like it, that's a good idea. I, I should probably. Order I mean, honestly, some. I would have thought that you would have already thought about that and feel like that was a revelation. <sighs> I just thought like I was going to have him sign the the white yeah, one. Yeah, but wouldn't that be cool? Be like, hey man, like hey, him and his wife like it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'd assume he's like a medium, and she's probably like a super extra small. <laughs> Well, you're just going to get a medium and a small for him, take him oh, to him, and be like, here you go, buddy. How cool would that be, though? Fucking get him to rock both of them and get a picture of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah, it would be. So, um, all right. Yeah, so merch links in the description down below. Amazon links. Everybody shops on Amazon. If you click one of the links, it takes you to Amazon. You don't have to buy what it takes you to. Just buy anything. We get a small slice of that. Um, if you want to join Patreon, which he's not a Patreon member. But we are going to shout out to the Aftermath Army. He is an OG. In fact, he's probably... Do you know... How, how do the Army ranks work? Is he like a lieutenant? Like... Where, what, what, like, like, let's say a mid-range person. He's not a general. So you Because got, I am the general. You got, I am the captain. Yeah, you got like generals. Look at me. This is my boat. <laughs> you got generals. You got lieutenant. Or you got generals. Uh, lieutenants, sergeants, captains. So he's like a sergeant of the Aftermath Army. So like the middle, and once again, there's probably going to be somebody in the comments that's going to roast us for saying Probably. This I was going to look this up. But I think like... I. Th- okay, so I think that oh under boy. a general is a, like a, a riveting 15-minute yeah, conversation about Army but I mean, you know, I think there's ranks. a captain, sergeant, and lieutenant. Uh, he's probably let's, like a sergeant. Let's yeah. just go with a sergeant, okay? Yeah, okay? Shout out to Sergeant Isaac Gonzalez of the Aftermath Army. Goes to Millville for Make-A-Wish. Gets on the Ouija <laughs> wrap-up show. Oh, I got to watch that still. shouts out Moto Aftermath show. Just, and Weege had no idea what to do. He was just like, uh, yeah, all right. And, uh, Thank you. And, you know, after we got on the Weege show at Red Bud. <laughs> I was going to say, we talked to Weege a couple times at Red Bud, courtesy <laughs> of the Dylan Danger Zone shirt. Yep. And it was awesome. Uh, but, yeah, no, just, uh, yeah, that was awesome. He's a cool dude. He's got a bunch of pictures and stuff he's supposed to send me for uh, to put up on the show. That's awesome. Instagram this week. God, we're just getting all kinds of publicity. There's a reason I send that kid free shit. In fact, I'm probably going to send him a GoPro in the off season to go to Elsinore and film some stuff. I also think it it wouldn't shock me, especially if we're in these. We're gonna we're gonna get some more publicity at MX of Nations. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so anyway, uh, thanks to our one Patreon we have, still Curtis Hodges, so shout out to you. Thank you. And if you want to be part of the Aftermath Army, um, we need to, I need to, God, I got to send Isaac one of these shirts too, because I have not done that yet. And uh, then we got to get, we got to design an Aftermath Army shirt mm-hmm. for the patrons to get. 2023. 2023. Coming in hot. Uh, make in sure to like, subscribe, comment. You can listen to the podcast, although most of you already know that. We're going we're gonna to move past that. I'm going to take that off the thing. Yeah, because you're listening to it right now. Yeah, because you're probably listening to it right now or watching yeah. on YouTube. You know, if you really think about it, that's like the stupid. Like, I understand why we do that, but that's like the stupidest thing is like, oh, you can listen. Obviously. Well, so, we, I mean, we did it because we started on YouTube yeah. and everybody followed us on YouTube and then we started yeah. doing the podcast. So, but I think it's funny. I'm just going to cross it off yeah. right now. There you go. Making magic fucking happen. Thing. Making magic the happen. Fucking stupid thing. Stupid. We're out. Okay. We're so, done. thanks everybody for listening. Okay. Uh, so we're going to fire right into the show here. Like I said, jam-packed show. We are going to wrap up Spring Creek. So Spring Creek 450 is going to be brought to you by our friends at JT Cycle. Holding. 
Shut up, man. Holding. Let me get the read here. Uh, serving Battle Creek, Michigan for over 30 years. Stopping to check out their full selection of Beta Gas Gas Husky, Suzuki, and Kawasaki. Motorcycles and power sports products. If you need something for around the house to help keep things nice and trimmed up, they have that too with a full line of Echo, Aaron's, Gravely, and Simplicity. Visit JTCycle.com or follow them on Instagram at JTCycleBC. Shout out, JTCycle. Shout out, JTCycle. You get some Hondas in there too while you're at it. Just yeah, sorry, just saying. If they weren't quite so far away, it'd be much easier for me to go. Look, every shop is good when there's Hondas in there. Yeah, everywhere. So, all right, cool. So, 450 class here. Let's get this popping off. Let's just start with that Tomax Sexton battle. Holy crap! Holy dude. fucking shit! That uh, and I'm bummed. Well, I guess I'm not bummed. But I'm a little bummed that Chris got his show out before. Like they already got his show out today. I know. I haven't listened to it yet. I saw yeah. it was out, but I haven't uh, listened to it, dude. That battle was probably some of the best outdoor racing I've seen. God, you got to go back a long ways. I can't even think off the top of my head. Like, the closest battle I can think of, and it's not even our own series, was that battle in 2017 between um, Cairoli and Hurlings at Matterly Basin. Yeah. Because uh, we haven't seen a battle like that. Dude, Both motos. Outdoors. Fucking nuts. Dude, those so, boys were maxed out in that second moto. You know it was a good battle? when people are talking about how Eli went beast mode and Chase stayed right with him. Like, he never got away from Chase. No, he but did you see, though, that, got away but did you see, though, that in the middle of the moto, his fastest lap was almost 2.2 seconds faster than Chase's? Well, that doesn't surprise But, dude, Chase caught back up to him. He did. So, and I Eli mean, he, Chase saying, might have not gone two seconds a lap faster there, but he went half a second, half a second, half a second, and then was right on him. Um, Ch- like, Eli keeps saying that. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's just really good that once he once I like anybody passes him, he's really good at just latching on to <laughs> them. I was going to say, he literally, in an interview I heard today, was like, yep, so I passed Chase, and I must have put the trailer hitch in by mistake, and he uh, latched right on to that. Well, I mean, with me. It goes back to, like, what he did at Hangtown. They had they 35 seconds on third place. Yeah. I mean, it was wild. It's what they it, it's what they did at Hangtown. Like Chase did this at Hangtown. Like he's he's just really good because he's so fucking smart, which is weird because he contradict like he he counteracts a lot of the time, which once again, it's did a different thing. It's a talent thing. But like he's really good at just okay, I know where my speed's at. Eli's going over and I'm literally just going to drive onto his rear wheel and I'm going to watch everywhere he's going. And then when I can pick up where he's picking up speed, I may not take the same line. But I'm going to implement my technique to be able to go that speed. Because if you watch Chase a lot of the times, like a lot of guys, when they latch onto somebody that's faster, they'll literally fucking follow them yeah. within a few bike lengths. <laughs> if you notice, Chase, other than a few sections where you had to, there was only one main line, he doesn't. He didn't follow. He doesn't follow the same line. He was he was definitely trying to find somewhere. But he he looks at where their speed, where they're making up time, or where they're pull, where that person is pulling on him. And then he'll use because his technique is so technique so good to be able to match that pace without following them. Yeah, you know, and he's it's very interesting because he's one of the very first guys that like I've seen that's been able to do stuff like that. Like the only other person that really comes to mind that I've ever watched do that, and not so much necessarily outdoors, it was more Supercross, was Kevin Windham. Kevin Windham because he's never been known for like this outright speed, but he's you know everybody talks about his technique. He was so fucking buttery on the bike. He would do that a lot of the times, and he had to because he raced Carmichael for so many years. He was really good that anytime he'd get passed or somebody would be going two seconds faster, which was usually fucking Ricky, he was really good at latching onto them and seeing where they're gapping him. Yeah. But then implementing because he's so smooth into ways he can follow that because he necessarily couldn't take the same lines as them because he wasn't, you know, 
a bulldog. Yeah. Kind of like with with Chase. Chase is not a bull, bulldog like Eli is. So Chase necessarily couldn't take some of those lines. Mm-hmm. Eli, same thing if he would have been able to do it Southwick. It's it's a wild thing to see because you don't normally see guys able to do, <clears throat> able to do that without literally following them through the toe. Yeah. Like literally, hey, I'm going to jump on your wheel and then I'm literally going to take the same fucking line as you because that must be the only way you're going as fast as you are. Mm-hmm. But we know that if Chase tried to do that, he probably hit the ground because he doesn't have the same technique as Eli. Yeah. So in that first moto, does Chase win if that rut doesn't break? Yeah, but be- once again, because yeah, okay, but that I, was I know, that was I know more, where you're gonna go. Yeah, with that is like, oh, that's a Sexton thing. No, 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 but no. it dude, wasn't really. That it, rut broke away. It, like it wasn't really. It, he dropped into the rut. He got in the clumpy stuff, and the cl- and the clumpy shit gave away. It yeah. wasn't really a Sexton thing, but it's kind of like when you put that in the group text, and I made the comment. I go, Chase rode really well, but Eli once again showed Chase that he's got a little ways to go before he's got before he becomes the big dog. Because Eli would have done the same thing fucking five, six years ago. Yeah. And I know that that's a freak thing. That's not necessarily, oh, like Chase was fucking, he pushed, he even pushed in the corner too deep. No, the rut just gave away. But it's kind of like, oh, you figure out ways for that shit not to happen. And I know that yeah. sometimes it's riding a dirt bike, stupid shit. Now, no matter how perfect you are, it can happen. We've seen it enough times. That to me is one of those things of when it's your year, it's your year. And I think it's Tomac's year. Yep. Like like I'm I'm very solid on I do think Tomac's gonna win this championship. But I'm very solid on it's not going to he's not gonna walk away here. What Sexton showed yesterday Yeah, but is, here's the thing though. He is gonna have to be on it. If you get a moto where he doesn't go into, say, the beast mode there. Yeah, but now and, he can do it at any time. That's the problem. Yeah. Outside but, of But ball. I'm just saying, if it doesn't happen, Sexton's right. Sexton's doing it. So let's clarify. There is a difference between walking away from someone and making things interesting. Because if you were to just look at the numbers, which that's a great thing about our show and the great thing about motocross, that numbers don't really tell you anything. Mm -hmm. You would look at it and go, yeah, Eli's walking away from him. He's won the last, what, four overalls now? Yeah, four overalls. Mm -hmm. High Point, Redbud, Southwick, Millville. And he's won seven motos in a row. Yeah. And he raced a double-digit gap. And now he's five points. Yeah, five points. I think so, yeah. Five points, yeah, because he was down one yeah, and he made up he made six. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's so he's up five. So no, he's not going to walk away from Chase. Chase is going to make him earn it. But once again, though, <laughs> you kind of look at it and you go, "Is he really physically? He's making Eli earn it, but Eli's still beating him." I still think it's Eli's year. I'm not. I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to say he's not going to win this title. Mm. Maybe something freak happens that he doesn't, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it could still go. It could happen. But here's the thing, too. So you've been you've been very on the, well, this track's good for Eli, and this track's good for Eli, and I just don't know where Chase is going to get him from here on out. Outside of Paula. Outside of Paula. Except for, and I forgot this until today when I was listening to something, Chase won Washougal last year. And I know it was a different Eli last year than what we've got this year, and we all know Eli's very good at Washougal. Did, did you? Did but, you go but back? But Chase and, won Washougal last year. <laughs> yeah, but did you go back and watch how those motos unfolded? No, I, no, I haven't done that. Okay, yet. I'm so you are right, and I can't obviously argue that's fact. Chase won Washougal. You need to remember. You need to go back and watch those motos though, because remember that was the moto that Dylan, the second moto, got out front. Eli went beast mode, caught him to second. And he couldn't he couldn't make anything happen. Dylan upped his pace. Oh, okay. And they dropped Chase the third that they dropped Chase in third, the second moto. And if I remember correctly, and once again, I'd have to go back and watch because the second moto only stands out in my mind. And it's not taking anything away from Chase, but since you bring that up, 
if I remember correctly, Chase only won that first moto. I don't remember what happened to Eli, but Dylan just had another one of his, oh, I'm going to start in 10th. If I remember correctly, and if I'm wrong, I'm probably going to get flamed in the comments. I think Dylan actually caught him from like 12th. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. So he did win the overall. So you, I, all I remember is, yeah. yes, Chase did win, he so, did but win. I don't remember anything He else. did win, but I don't think it was one of those, oh, he won because he was just faster. Yeah. He won because he was more consistent, which that's the way you win races. But, I man, I don't know. Because that yesterday was so crazy to me. Because, first off, I've never seen Eli spent like he was in that oh, second Oh, yeah. Moment. Holy shit. I'm telling you. And, dude, do you feel like Chase did not look spent? No, but it, once again, it goes back to how their styles are. Yeah. Everybody likes to talk about how Eli conserves energy. That's so fucking debatable. People are like, oh, because Eli hop skips over shit. Uh, yeah, but he only does that like 5% of the moto. The other times, dude, how many times that little fucking single-to-table triple after the finish? Or no, it was more of like a, a single-to-tabletop double because it was filled in. Did he fucking blow that inside rut Yeah, in that second moto? So he doesn't really conserve as much energy as they, the, the commentators like to talk about. But it's because of his fucking style. And when he goes beast mode, also you got to think about, too, the man's almost 30 years old. He's mm-hmm. been doing the... Like, I fucking ask anybody at 30 or 30 plus years old to go do the shit that that dude has done the last two weekends and not be fucking physically spent. Oh, yeah. Well, even I even heard Chase is down to riding two days a week. Yeah, dude, because this fucking championship is taking a lot out of them. It's yeah. fucking insane. But it's just how fucking Eli rides. But once again, dude, in the middle of that moto, I'm sitting there watching it and I'm watching Eli. And the one fucking section I specific, everybody likes to talk about the rollers and shit. But the one fucking section that really, like, when I watched Eli, I'm like, you know what, Eli, he's he's not going to let that first heat because there was probably a lot of people going, oh, man, like, Chase, he got you that first moto, and he did, and Eli knows it. He's been doing this long enough now that he can. he's a man. He can admit it. But the middle of it was the first five minutes, the downhill before the right-handed 90 before the finish, when he would come down there and he would hop over that middle braking bump, yeah. he would double down, mm-hmm. drop to the outside, but then he'd go left side where it was flat and it would drive him forward. Yep. Everybody was staying to the right where it would kind of pop him. And he would fucking drive into the face of that pocket of the finish so fucking hard. When he slammed into it, I thought it was going to snap his fucking wrists. Like, as hard as he... And I watched it, I'm going, oh. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like... This is the first beast mode we've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Because everybody likes to talk about, oh, we haven't seen beast mode Tomac yet. And people are like, oh, Southwick. I'm like, yeah, Southwick really wasn't beast mode. Second moto yesterday, that was the first time we've seen beast mode Eli yeah. Tomac outdoors. Because I'm like, holy fucking shit. Speaking of Southwick, can we go on a little tangent here for a second? Did, have you heard the A-Mart talking about Yeah, Eli he's talking about J-Mart. And he's going, dude, your brother was in my way and he was pissing me off. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm talking about A-Mart oh, talking about Eli. The throaty net. He's like, Yeah, and he's shit. like, dude, he's... He's on the gas in places. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing on the gas? Like, like how even, are you doing it? Yeah, like, I don't even know how to do this. <laughs> but then did you hear the comment that J-Mart made where Eli got to Jeremy? He's like, dude, your brother was in my way last weekend, and it was really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's awesome. Yeah, he went up to Jeremy. He's like, dude, he's like, Al was in my way, because I think it was the first moto that Al ripped a good start. And he's like, man, I was trying to pass him, and I don't know what he was doing, but it was really pissing me off. <laughs> uh, but no, man, like, I feel like... I don't want to take anything away from what Chase did yesterday because, God, it was super impressive. It was fucking impressive, dude. But once again, though, it did prove that second moto that even though he didn't let Eli get away, he couldn't get close enough to him to make something happen. Mm -hmm. And that is, once again, the difference of where Eli is these days. Mm -hmm. And, Chris, people have already seen it. 
because I imagine a lot of people will watch our show, watch Christian's show. He talked about this. He goes, the stuff Eli is doing right now, five, six years ago, he wouldn't have been able to, like, for the fact, can we talk about the uh, the whole entire moto was pants falling down? Yeah. Like, Wild, did you right? have flashbacks of, like, A1 2018? <laughs> I kept seeing him grab it in there, and it took me a couple minutes, and I was like, his pants are fucking falling down. Yeah. So here's the thing. Think about 2018 Supercross. He pulled off because of it. Yeah. He didn't pull off, and he still was dropping his lap times in the middle of that moto. Everybody who watches this show and knows me in, my, in the moto circle knows how critical I am. I will always be of Eli because of things that he didn't accomplish that I think everybody thinks he should have. Yeah. But, like, dude, right now, it's one of those things that is, it's your year, it's your year. And just I, I don't see a way that Chase can beat him for two motos. Like, yes, if that rut never would have blown out, he would have won that first moto. Mm-hmm. Because I think Eli, once again, this is an Eli thing, him realizing, hey, he's like, no moss. He's like, dude, you're just onto this moto. Respect. I'll get you the second moto. But I don't see how, outside of, pa- of, of Paula, Chase can beat Eli for two motos. I, do- I don't see it. Because here's the thing. Now that Eli's gotten a rhythm and he's getting this fucking bike dialed in, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, dude, that second moto, that fucking bike was driving through fucking corners. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. And everybody wants to make a dig- big deal about the, s- the tire or whatever. Dude, that fucking, we talk about the shock thing, that fucking back end was so planted to the ground. Mm-hmm. I we- just, but, but you don't think that this, because I sent it in the group chat. The changing of the guard I think, or power. I think Chase li- transferred. Transfer power. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if I'm Chase, I go, <laughs> you just went as fast as you could fucking go, and I stayed right with you. Now, granted, yes, I did not have that extra 0.1% yep. to get around you, Yep. but you can't run away from me anymore. You have to be that perfect every single lap of every single race for the rest of the fucking year, and if you're not, yeah. and you don't do it, and you don't pull a bigger fucking lead than five points... I know this won't happen, but let's just say we split motos the rest of the fucking year until we get to uh, Paula. Paula. And I got your ass at Paula. I know I have your ass at Paula. I mean, like I said, if I'm Chase, if I'm Chase especially, and I go through and I go next week at Washougal and I split with him, so he's got a five point lead, and we go into the break, I go, I dude, my confidence, all time high. Here's the scary- all time high going. I'm going to split every single fucking race with you, at least, if you're on it. And then when we get to Paula, I'm going to go 1-1, one, one, and I'm going to fucking win this title by one point. And you go, and... Here's a, yeah. scary, here's a scary thing, though. We go into Washougal, and now that Eli has figured out a way to click into his... And I hate Beast... I, I know that that's the only thing we came up with, but I wish we would have came up with a better term all these years ago, because Beast Mode sounds so corny. But when he goes next level, and I just say... when he goes, I mean, you st- want to call him, like, Mothman? You no, I just... Beast Mode sounds too... I, anyways... When he goes stewish, that doesn't work. I don't like no, it, it doesn't because like first sign. off, it no one's. Stew. I don't. I don't like the sound of it. Um, it doesn't even sound. I don't really right. know if Chate. Look, we all like to talk about Eli at Southwick, but if you look at statistically, Eli at Washugal is where he's had all of his like what the fuck moments. How do you? How'd you go that fast? And it's a scary thing to think about that if he's now figured out a way where he's comfortable going that next level, mm-hmm. what he's already accomplished at Washougal, and even though he would probably say Washougal is probably not my favorite track because of the soil, because he's had all of his crazy moments, he might go there and break chase. Hey. Because here's the thing. I don't know if at Washougal, 
if Eli decides to do what he did that second moto, if he does that this coming weekend, if anybody in the world can beat him there. And I've even been on record and talk about I don't think Hurlings could even beat him there when washed, when he goes next level. I, I don't know. Like, I understand what you're saying, and I don't necessarily disagree, but here is the problem where you talk about splitting motos. Because when Eli wants to go next level, mm-hmm. think about if Eli would have been ahead of Chase when he was going two seconds faster. Mm-hmm. He would have pulled a, a gap yeah. that I don't know if Chase would have been able to ring back in. Yeah. He only was able to sustain that gap to him and Eli, or him and Eli because Eli had to pass him. If Eli would have started in front of him and he did what he did in the middle of that moto, because I think there were multiple laps that he was going almost two seconds faster than everybody else. Yeah. Because he came from like what? Like seventh? Sixth, seventh? Yeah, something like that. So think about if he gets a start like he did the like he did the first moto. Yeah. What is what, how how big is the gap? Because then now you're talking about Chase has to reel him in. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. You, do, do you think he's able to reel him in? Because you talk about, oh, he was going to 10th here or 10th there. Once again, that's because Eli had to pass him. He yeah. didn't have to make up a huge gap. If Eli's got six, seven seconds, do you think Chase reels him in? Uh, probably not. See, that's that's what I'm talking about is, is why it's still – you talk about the transfer of power, and I think we're getting – we're inching close to that. But that is still the difference between Eli and him. doesn't matter. They're all screwed next year anyway when Jet shows up. Yeah, see, yesterday proved that I don't think that that's the case because yesterday I was like, oh. Oh, I was well, like, we're going to find out soon. Don't worry, we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, I know, that. we are. Um, um, I just, I, yeah, I we'll think, talk about I that. I think the only way he breaks Sexton is if, like, if we go to Washougal and he puts 20 seconds on him. Hmm. But if you have, if the motos continue to go like they did yesterday, we're like, Eli's going that fast and Chase is like, yeah, I'm just going to stick right here with you. I don't think he breaks Sexton. I, mentally, I don't think that breaks Sexton. I don't think he goes, oh, crap, like he's beating me. I think he's still going like, dude, I'm, I'm right here with you. Mm-hmm. Like you're going and we're putting 40 seconds. So like I know you're going Eli Tomac beast mode speed and I'm just right there with you. Now, like I said, he puts 20, 30 seconds on Chase, like legitimately just puts 20, 30 seconds on Chase. Not Chase gets a bad start and has to come from 20th and, you know, whatever. Yes, I think that might break him. Which he might go in with a mindset that he might want to do that. Because here's the thing, too, you got to think about, and this is the last thing I'll say about Eli. We all had the talk, we've all had this talk for the last year with Eli. And now that it came out yesterday, that it's pretty much probably confirmed that this is his last outdoor. Like he's not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Saw that and too. I know that we, con- we kind of knew that, but like I don't think a lot of people like knew the legitimacy of that comment because John was the one that said it, not Eli. Yeah. Um, well, he said, unless some things change and. Then did you hear the interview? That no, actual interview? No, 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 no. Michael Lindsay said something about possibly some series changes, which yeah. is hilarious. They're because doing this whole hybrid thing. What do you MX mean? MX Sports and Feld is working together to do a hybrid series. Interesting. Yeah. What What do you mean? Like we're gonna do Supercross in the summer? Like they're too? trying to they're trying to do figure out a way to do. Hey, during the middle of the summer, we do nine or ten outdoor nine outdoor rounds, and then we put in some Supercrosses, or we do. Three supercrosses here, three outdoors here, and we make it where it's a time of the year where we can do that. There's a lot of details because it's they're fucking freaking out about world oh, supercross. Yeah. That's they're freaking interesting. out. Actually, Super interesting. Let me let me run that comment back. Feld is not freaking out yet. Davey's freaking out. Mm-hmm. That's why he's doing something that I don't think he ever wanted to do, and he's working with the powers that be when it comes to supercross. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so the last thing I'll say, like I said, with Eli, we've what he did that second moto, it kind of shocked me a little bit because we've had this 
talk. Does Eli really need to push it anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, because we talked about, oh, in Supercross, hey, the win's there. I'll take it. The win's not there. So be it. Because yep. he's already accomplished so much. Did any part of you have, like, a realization yesterday and go, why is Eli even doing this? Yeah. Like, what is the point? He has nothing to prove anymore. Because let's be real. He can win this. T- if he wins this title, it's a fucking other notch in his belt. Yeah, but if he but- doesn't win this title, who fucking really cares? Was it you and me that were having the conversation, or was I talking with somebody else, though? I think he does want to win this outdoor because he wants to do them both in one year. I'm not saying he doesn't want to win it, but once again, at this point in his career, what he did that second moto just to prove he can beat Chase yeah. and still flop it down on the table, he doesn't really have yeah. Dragon. He didn't really have to do it. Big dick. And it obviously spent him. Joke. Okay, yeah. It obviously spent him to do it. Yeah. He didn't need to do that. So that's the thing is, is like, oh, he may go into Washougal this weekend and go, dude, if I yank a holy, I'm going to go yeah. next level Tomac, and I'm going to fucking slot wop the floor with these dudes. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, we'll see. Well, all we can do is see. He could do that. It won't shock me if he goes 1-1 again. Yeah. So I'm more interested to see how Chase reacts and what happens with Chase than really what happens with him. Because, I, again, I think it's Tomac's year. Yeah. He's riding well. The bike's working well underneath him. This is going to be good. I will say that if he goes 1-1 at Washougal and it's double digits, Chase has no shot. Yeah, then it gets a little He's sketchy. got no shot. It doesn't really matter what happens. It kind of gets like this 250 titles getting, but yeah. we'll get to that too. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving down the line, Ando goes 3-4 for third overall. Did so that's you, good to see him back on the box. Did you hear that uh, he's getting surgery after outdoors? No. I don't know what he's getting surgery on, but he's getting surgery on something. Okay, so he is out for designations yeah, and, and for we'll, sure. And we'll talk about that at the end of the show yeah um yeah so he must be dealing with something i don't know what it is but that makes it even more impressive how his outdoor season i know that he's had flutters yeah but it's basically because of just shit luck and bad starts well if he quit crashing would be helpful too him and amart laying in the corner first corner is getting old whatever he's got going on it's impressive that he's having his best 450 outdoor series ever yeah so the outdoor gods still hate him, but whatever. I think he's just realizing that, hey, man, like, I'm doing this is the best outdoor season. I finally got that out overall. Yeah. Like, I know that he wants to win more, but I think he'll be like, yeah, you know, that's cool. And then he's like, 2023 Supercross, it's fucking on. Yeah. Because we, we all know that Supercross for him, it, that's where he's like, oh, like, I actually fucking, I can win this championship. Yeah. So. Um. All right. Uh. Craig goes 5-3 for fourth. That second moto Big was. Christian Craig fan. That second moto was impressive. Big dude, he is, I'm not going to lie. Christian Craig's a good fucking outdoor uh, rider. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Christian Craig's a good fucking 450 rider. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that, it's impressive. That's so. in the second moto, too, and it was impressive, too, because he actually had to work his way through the pack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't just yank like a starter he did at Southwick. Like, he had to work his way through. And then he gapped a little bit. I'm really hopeful that he doesn't get on a steel frame and take a step backwards. I'm really hopeful that they get I that bike the, situated underneath him and it works well. I and think he can, that that dude is so fucking smooth. He could ride a lawnmower and make it look cool. I really hope so, but I'm super nervous no, that I, yeah. it's going to get fucking weird. I just think that like everybody had this expectation with Malcolm that, oh, man, he's so aggressive and it's going to calm him down because of the flex of the bike. But I think Christian, I think because he is so smooth and calculated... I don't think it'll... Have you heard? Is is Stu going to ride any outdoors? Because he's riding. Unadilla. He's supposed to be coming back at Unadilla. Oh. And so is so Dino. So Unadilla, we're going to have like a whole new crop of talent. Yeah. Dylan's <laughs> coming back. Dino, supposedly, which I don't know how the fuck that's even possible. His third asshole must be It must sealed be healing up. up or like there's an eye in there. They yeah. patch it. Uh, Dino, Malcolm, um, 250s. There's a couple guys coming back. Colt Nichols. So... Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, we're supposed to have a. There's whole, an influx whole, of guys coming. Whole crop of guys coming. Yeah, out. and All somehow right. still not Marvin well, Muscat. I really wish I had contact info for him because I would call him and be like, what the fuck is happening? I know this is going to probably sound stupid, but the more and more that this season goes on and the more and more nobody wants to talk about it, the more and more pissed off I get. It's so fucking frustrating. And he hasn't been announced for a World Supercross deal either. Like, this is fucking weird. I will tell you this. If that dude somehow gets fucked over. Whose wife do you sleep with? Why would you want to sleep with anybody else's wife? I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, that's that's like this weird vibe I get of All like, I will say is, is that if he somehow gets fucked over from furthering his career, this will be the biggest bunch of bullshit I've seen in a mm-hmm. long time. I just God, it pisses me off. I, wait, yeah. Anyway. A, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh Ryan Dungey goes four six for fifth. Really thought he was gonna get a podium. See, that's another thing too. A lot of people talked about this and I kind of forgot. Like I was like, oh yeah, hometown, like really good at Millville. And then I started thinking back to the Villapoto days, and, Chris, and, and Cooksey even made this comment. When him and Villapoto raced, when Villapoto was at his best, especially like 2013, when he just won like 20 out of 24 or whatever it was, they actually, Ryan beat, Villapoto beat Dungey more at Millville, and Dungey beat Villapoto at Washougal. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about him going, you know, you're right. Actually, Dungey was always better at Washougal than he was Millville. Yeah. People just had this notion that because he grew up riding Millville, kind of like with J-Mart and A-Mart, like, oh, they're going to kill it. I actually think he has a better shot of getting on the box at Washougal Maybe. than he does than he did going into Millville. I didn't think about that. And then as the week went on, I was like, oh, you know what? You're fucking right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he straight up beat Villapoto in 2013 when it looked like RV was uh, like unbeatable yeah. outside of like a mechanical. Yeah. Um, but still, man, that... Just old retired guy is the most solid KTM rider <laughs> right now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Barsha goes uh, six five for sixth. Nah. Okay. Just kind of how his season's going. Can't wait to see him on two fifties as nations. Just ringing the neck of that fucking gas. Yeah, gas. we're we're gonna have him fun fun. Yeah, we're at, gonna talk. Bu- at Bud Bud. Yeah, at Bud Bud. We'll talk. Yeah, that'll be part of our talk. Uh, AP goes seven seven for seventh. Has a lot of sevens there. Seven seven seven. Seven 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 seven. I mean, seven times four is twenty eight. I guess he's just. I, I guess if you count Southwick, he's doing better than he was at the beginning of the year. I mean, it's not gonna shock That's... me that if if it's not gonna shock me if he's not on that KTM next year. I'm not making a... Have you heard they're trying to buy him out of his contract or something? Because he's got another year, doesn't he? I yeah, not, this is only year one. I have not heard anything. I have a buddy that's... I think he'll be there next year. I have a buddy that's kind of in the know with some of the KTM people. Not like Roger Ian, but like he knows people. I can contact him and just like float that comment out there. But I just... I feel with the way this is going... What is it? What's his name? Drop the name. I'm not going to drop the name. Name drop because it. Because then he's not going to be a contact Don't anymore. be a fucking bitch I don't want it. to. No one watches this show. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get you tens and tens of views. Tens and tens of views. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just dude, there's a. I think there's a lot of stuff going on with KTM, and I think that they're. I don't know. I just, I feel like a house cleaning is coming up soon. Maybe we'll see. Um. All right, Benny Bloss goes uh, nine ten for eighth. Kind of. I mean, he's been solid when he's not been on the ground this year. It's kind of what Benny does. He's solid when he doesn't crash. Literally, don't pay attention to him because I don't pick him for fantasy. Speaking of fantasy, yeah. I think I smoked you by like 100 points yesterday. <laughs> I no and I really thought I was going to. I got. I smoked you by 100 points, mm. and that was with a Tie Master pool. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Like, after the fucking the live timing went down, yeah. and I couldn't see the updated points, I haven't checked it. 
I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We'll see. We're going to check afterwards yeah. because, yeah, I mean, Daddy is going to have to get a Grand National Championship plate here I've, for the I've, for I've the studio, it. for fantasy, for the host. Yeah. <sighs> fantasy. At good this to point. be on top. Fantasy at this point is just whatever. Oh, boy. Here we go. He's already giving up, folks. We're no, not I'm halfway, still, halfway through. No, I'm still going to go through the season. All that talking shit. I'm going to fucking smoke you outdoors. I'm so fucking good outdoors. Look, man, you've had two rounds where you've been like actually better than me outside of that. It wasn't even a good round yesterday. I scored like 430 points. No, I'm saying. But you, I put like 100 points on That's you what yesterday. I mean. You've had two rounds where you've been better than me, but like outside of that, that's the only reason you're ahead of Honestly, me. Honestly, I'm not even sure how it's happening because I'm just literally willy nilly picky. Yeah, I think that's my thing. I think I'm overthinking it. Like Supercross, I'm. I'm very calculated at who I'm picking, and here I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I think it's because you're taking, I think you're taking risks with like small digit, like I did take. I mean, the time master pool thing was a risk. No, that's not a risk. You put Max Volan and Ryder D. And I looked at them and going, yeah, like they're small handicaps, and the chances of them getting close to the top. Volan's been on the up and up. Yeah, we'll talk He's about him. He's making gains. Eh, yeah, we'll talk about him. The Ryder D was a bit of a thing, but I was like, man, he could probably be that's in the top my, 10. And that's my thing is, is where like, I think I'm being like way too conservative, and I'm like, oh, I'm picking guys that like have good handicaps. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Shane is 10-11. Have we heard anything about if he staying after Unadilla? I mean, I would assume so, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, yeah. Heartthrob goes 13-13 for 10. That's weird. 13-13 for 10. Sounds like how the season's gone. Yeah. Weird shit. I heard, well, like I said, I heard he took an insurance policy on himself for Supercross and, and scored with that. So he's made some money. He doesn't give a fuck about well, I think outdoors. he's going to make more money next year, too, because he's probably going to go ride World Supercross. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Amart's final Millville, 12-14 for 11th. We're going to see him on a dozer next year, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Freddie Norn makes a triumphant return, going 11-17 for 12. Dude, Savachi had a good fucking day going yesterday dude, until I, I, it wasn't. Oh, my God, dude. You, something about that Kawasaki. I'm not going to lie. Joey Savacci's a good fucking rider. Wow. Holy. Did hell just fucking freeze over right I now? It got so. cold as shit in here. I think so. Holy shit. That's so the air conditioning. Yeah, it must be. 73 degrees in here. I mean, dude, I still stand by what my comment. Like, they really need to think about putting him as a third guy next year. Because here's the crazy thing. You think about how well he's doing outdoors. Well, we say well, but it was twenty eight eight yesterday. Yeah, but you, you look at it, you look at it and go, dude, his fucking speed is. Yeah, I and mean, the only reason that second moto went good went, starts and like run, r- like. And the only reason that second moto went the way it did is because he hit the ground twice in the first moto. I yeah. think because he because I think he tweaked something on the downhill coming yeah. down Mount Martin. But here's the crazy thing: on that four fifty, historically, he's a better supercross guy than he is outdoors. Oh yeah. So you go, dude. If he comes in with a factory cowie rot kind of like the year that he was with them mm-hmm. like dude oh we're getting we're gonna get on the box we're gonna win heat races we're gonna be fastest qualifier and you go god i know speed wise ac is better than him but jesus christ like yeah i don't know we'll I see think man how really needs to evaluate that situation because mm-hmm. i think it'd be dumb not to yep uh max anstey went cartwheeling down mount martin from not, what i understand not the way to end your last outdoor race for the team before you go to world supercross no uh was eight, running seventh though eight so. thir- 833 for 14 yeah he was he was riding really well good rides but just yeah that he uh, from what i understand that him and that bike cartwheeled down there i heard it ended up over the fence and here's the thing too man like people would go oh that's just Ma-. i'm like max is not really a crasher 
Maxwell no. doesn't crash that often, so that was kind of like so, an admiration. What I heard was because uh, I was listening to a Jet interview, and Jet said he bombed that hill in practice mm-hmm. and didn't really pay attention, and they had lipped up. You know how you come down and it kind of boop boop. Yeah, they'd lip that up. So he said when he came down in practice, he came in hot the first lap and hit that and was like, "Ooh, we jumped a lot farther than I anticipated." It's pretty much what Justin Cooper did. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, probably something like that. There were some weird crashes. Which after were, the finish, a lot too. Yeah, which we're gonna get to Kenny here. Going up uh, yeah, because have you seen Kenny's Instagram post today? No, but I saw the crash that he actually had. What he did when he went up when he crashed the first. Oh motor. yeah, yeah. That that was, I'm like, yeah, what that the, was what gnarly. The fuck? Uh, yeah, so uh, March Banks goes 30 ni- 39th, 30th place, and then 9th place, which is... He, yeah, 39th 30 and 39th. 30 and then 9th uh, for 15. Yeah, and yet that, Ken- that, Kenny goes 26-12 for that ninth, he really, 16. That 9th, March Banks, really, he really needed to do that because he was on a stretch there for a couple rounds. So Club doesn't ride outdoors next year, right? They I, just do the World Supercross only no, thing? No, J-Mart's riding for him. J-Mart's not doing just Supercross. So, twenty twenty four club is out of outdoors, correct? I mean, you would assume so. Which, if that's the case, then that means J Mart is not going to be riding for club in twenty twenty four. J Mart is never going to go to a Supercross only. Well, I know, I know, I know. We go back and forth on that, and I know that I'm slowly leaning towards you way. But like, let's be honest. There's no fucking way Jeremy Martin ever rides for a team yeah. that's just Supercross. Yeah, probably. Like he's like that one dude that'll be like, no. I don't know how many teams are going to be left in Supercross or in outdoors, to be honest with you. He might just fucking go and win every fucking 250 and 450 moto. Maybe. Um, yeah, dude, Kenny's day. Uh, I had this on my list here. Uh, that was bad. It's really bad. It's not good. His Instagram post was the two videos of him crashing, and the, and the, 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 the caption was, sweet weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I'm like. Fucking killer. I know we'll get Love into this. this. Guy right here. I know we'll get into this. Obviously, we're a ways away. Like when we talk about our preview show for Supercross 2023. Man, I don't really. I've said this multiple times now. With Kenny at this point, I, I, ah, man, I don't know. I don't even. He's still. He's still I don't out really there publicly to, talking about how he feels like he can still do it. I don't even really. No, that's not the thing. And I will never say, hey, it's time <laughs> to hang it up because I mean, for God's sake, he still is one of the best dudes in the world. But at this point, like, I don't even really care that he's out there anymore. I just don't think he is. I mean, a, does that sound bad? He, I think he really needs to switch his mindset. And I know this is weird because last year he finished second place in both point series. Yeah. I but just, that was last year. I, Where we are. I just think he's got to change his mindset to, I'm a race winner. Like, I can go out and win races. And yeah. I'm a fan favorite because I can say whatever the fuck Kinda I want like to. Kind of like a Chad Reed Kind of like a Chad Reed. But I'm not a championship guy anymore. I will also say, as much as this pains me to say, and I can't believe I'm actually going to say this, I think he needs to be off Honda. I think he needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. He doesn't have a deal for next year yet. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a fucking good thing, and maybe he should go somewhere else, because we're looking at what Eli just did. We're looking at what Jason Anderson just did. Yep. All these dudes have revamped their career. Look. I know everybody's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal because all these teams are really good. And I know the Honda, with Honda for five years. Honda man, is it really might good. Be time to change and that. Fender. Look, I fucking hate that because I love Kenny being on a Honda. We've had some really sick moments with him on a Honda, but we also had some really sick moments with him on a Suzuki. I really think he needs to go back to a yellow Fender. To be honest with you, I, think I agree. Hep, I think Hep needs to throw a bunch of money at him. And now with all this talk about Suzuki te- going out of mm-hmm. which that. I don't know if you saw that too. That was talked about. I haven't. Somebody seen brought that up. That. With, no, not Hep with Suzuki, like yanking all of their money 
from MotoGP. Oh, Some, no, I haven't like, seen so, that either. I don't know where I saw the press release. It wasn't a press release. It was more of like a, a blurp. Yeah. Now that they got the money, ah, man, you know. Well, you, I told you. I heard they offered AC. Maybe he needs to be back on a yellow bike. Maybe. I just, I think the Honda thing is getting stale. Mm-hmm. I know they're paying him a lot of money, but it's like, dude. That Twisted T Hep Suzuki would fit the Kenny motto. Yeah, because you know that he would fucking good. drink a Twisted T after a race. He would have no problem. Not at this point in his career. No. I'm not saying he's not taking it seriously, but let's be real. If you were to dive into his everyday life, he's probably like 25% less serious. Probably I'm, spending more time on a wakeboard than he is anything else. I mean, dude, go back. What was that last year? We rode a KTM. Or no, when he when he won on the Suzuki. So twenty sixteen, and he's eating pizza and drinking Coors Light after yeah. the race. I mean, the serious level, or well, at least the the fun level, has been high for a while with him. Like I said, I think that team might be a good fit, and I really think Suzuki should take a hard look at offering him a couple million bucks to ride. I agree. Now with and, all this influx of cash, too. Yes. So, um, all right, let's keep going here. Uh, Marshall Welton, twenty four fifteen for nineteenth. He has had a hasn't been as great since Redbud. No, no. Southwick kind of was just bad luck because he was in a first turn crash, and then I can't remember what happened. The second motor he worked his way through. Yeah, Millville was up and down. I mean, that just kind of happens, man. Sometimes you get in the ebbs and flows of an outdoor season. Same thing with yep. Supercross. Like you start off really strong. And I still think Marshall could end on a really strong base or a really strong part of the season. But I mean. Dude, we're getting into the point of the year for both classes where a lot of like these privateers, and you can't really say Marshall's a privateer anymore, but a lot of these guys that aren't like heavy hitter names, yeah, where they start to kind of like settle into where they actually are, mm-hmm. and these really crazy rides, not fluke rides, because they everything you get you earn, but these crazy rides of oh I'm gonna get like an eighth at a moto or I'm gonna get a eleventh when my best finish ever was a twentieth, mm-hmm. they kind of start to dwindle, and that's also too because like dude. That's a lot of stress on those guys as well, you know. So yeah. I, um. All right. Let's skip around a little bit here. So Chiz goes thirty-one sixteen for twentieth. Just jumping in. Mm-hmm. That's a typical Chiz ride. Uh, friend of the show who we're going to talk to in a little bit. Moran's goes nineteen thirty-nine for twenty-fifth, which was due to a flat tire. But we'll talk to him about that. Uh, Eric Grandall, sponsor of the show with the Depp Creative Co. Make sure to check them out. Link in the description down below. Twenty-seven twenty-nine for thirtieth. Uh, Jace Kessler, friend of the show, 35-27 for 34th. There was a Dutch implant, Lars Van Berkel. Oh, yep, 34-24. Justin Rodbell goes 39-25. I wonder if his shock went up his ass again Did you see that Jake Masterpool actually showed up and raced? Did he? Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah, I saw Jake on the timing screen. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Jake's rock. He has a race to national since, like, COVID season. Yeah, kick. Cade Clayson was there. That's weird. I didn't know yeah. he was riding. 37 yep. 37 for 38th. Yep. Sweet. And uh, Jeff Walker goes DNF 40 for 41st. Yeah, I wonder what happened with him. Maybe Kevin will have some idea because, you know, they're just like they're homies. homies now. Anything else 450 wise you want to talk about? No, uh, it is crazy to think, though, that how much the last thing I'll say is crazy to think how much Eli and Chase now have kind of separated themselves. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, Big separation. It does make me wonder, not that in the sense that when they jump in, they'll be all, they'll be right there with Dylan and Ch- or with Eli and Chase because we know that's not going to happen. It does make me wonder uh, if Malcolm is actually coming back for Unadilla, where Malcolm and Dylan right away. Because once again, I'm not expecting, especially Malcolm, but it does make me wonder where they're going to be because they're both coming off of serious shit. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder. Where are they going to be right away on Unadilla? Because Dylan just started riding a turn track this week. 
I've heard Mookie's been on a bike for a little bit, but fucking who knows? That pool camp is weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Everything over there is weird. So it does make me wonder where are they going to be literally right from Jump Street when we go to Unadilla. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Because with Dylan, you're talking about something very, very serious. And Malcolm, obviously, it's serious. But he has also hasn't raced outdoors in years. 26, no. 2014, 2015, I don't even remember the last time. It was when he was on a TLD Honda. It was a long time. So it does make me wonder, Mookie, I have no expectation. Is Dylan right off the, you would have to think Dylan, if he's healthy, is right off the bat top 10. Yeah. And then by the time we get to the last two rounds, he starts sticking his nose in there. That's another thing you got to consider. I don't know if it's going to happen because you're talking about, he also, he's coming off some, some something serious. He hasn't raced since Detroit Supercross, and Jesus, that was March. If he somehow is back to 100, which, once again, there's no way it's possible, but just say he is. That's another thing that Chase is going to have to start thinking about. Now you got the defending champ that's mm-hmm. going to stick his... Maybe he doesn't do it for 35 because, once again, he's not going to be in that race shape. But now you're talking about, oh, Dylan's going to stick his nose in there and he's going to make shit tough for you for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. If he lies out front... That's, and, well, that's why they're bringing him back. And that is and that why even, and, he's going to race here this outdoor and season. And that even makes it more like, oh, hey. And also... Also, we like to talk about Chase at Paula. Dylan's really fucking good at Paula, too. Mm-hmm. Dylan did fucking win there last year, and that's when the first, the start of all of it, of Dylan winning his title, was that one moto. And I know Chase, they had that crazy end of the finish. But, like, we like to talk about Chase at Paula. Dylan's pretty fucking good at Paula, too. Mm-hmm. So if you're telling me that Dylan's 95% by the time we go to Paula, yeah, it might not matter. If somehow Chase can fucking split wins, because if you go get beat one of the motos by Dylan, it really isn't going to matter. Mm-hmm. So I, we're in for a drag out fight till the end of the series, but it is wild to me how much those two have separated themselves from everyone else now. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was our 450 wrap up brought to you again by our friends at JT Cycle. Link in the description. Um, okay. So before we move on here to 250s, which we got about 45 minutes couple of things number one can we talk about jmart being a comment commentator fucking loved it dude he was hilarious fucking did, him, freaking, oh, oh, oh dude i was win. thinking about the whole time I was like, oh my god <laughs> i was like, like oh jmart's like a kid in a candy factory i'm just like dying i'm like dude we don't get this out of commentators oh dude like, he was so authentic he's so authentic and he was like freaking i mean i'm sorry excuse my language because yeah. normally in his videos he's like fuck I shit had, ass i had to rewind and see what he said because i didn't catch what and he said like, freaking, and then he said and then he said oh sorry excuse my language i'm like oh did he just swear on national tv this well he said it well, he said ass a couple oh, did times. He? Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm actually really shocked that he was as good as he was. Yeah. Like, he was good. I could listen, obviously, to have Jay Martin in the booth every weekend, to be honest with you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about the way Weege is and the way Daniel is for Supercross. Look, Brock Glover was, has been really good because he's also he's been around the sport for a long time. He still has a really good relationship being with Dunlops. Like, so he knows these dudes. I'll take J-Mart yesterday over anybody we've had in the studio. I'm really interested when these... When is Stu doing it? Well, you would think he's got to be coming up fucking soon because we're running out... We're not going to have Carmichael again because we're not back on NBC. Anymore. No. Yeah, so we're out on that. So, and Glover has openly talked about he really likes doing it, but he doesn't really know that if some... It's it's worth it doing it anymore. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's still hard because he still is with Dunlop. Yeah. McGrath, I think we'll probably have McGrath and Ricky Johnson back for Paula. 
And who else was there besides Jay Martin Stu? Who else I was don't left? Remember? Didn't there was oh Villapoto's doing one. So Villapoto and oh oh uh, I bet Brad, Vill- and I bet Villapoto's this week. Oh yeah, so he'll be at Washougal and then Bradshaw. Bradshaw, yeah, because Bradshaw was supposed to do one here. That was the second Glover one. He was supposed to do that, but he was sick. So he will probably, I would assume, be in for Unadilla. I feel like Stu with just he doesn't want to go to Unadilla ever. All right, and the technical difficulties never stop. All I right, have no so, idea why the fuck that you're So the last up. thing anyway. I'll say is you did hear, though, that J-Mart is trying to come back at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. He, I didn't think we would see J-Mart until Super He wants Bowl. to do – no, he wants to do a round or two. Um, no expectations just no, yeah. to get used to the team. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. I'd really like to see J-Mart outdoors on that club bike before we go into Supercross. Well, we're going to see it. He's out riding it right now. Ah, that's cool. I'm, so, I'm curious. I'm curious. I know he's only been on the bike for a little bit. I'm curious where his speed's at already. Yeah, because he comes back pretty quickly. Yep. Um. Okay. Let's uh, let's get into two fifties, and then if we have time, we'll do our rant before we get Kev on here. So, uh, your two fifty race recap brought to you by our friends Josh and Kayla over at Gutterworks. Check them out at gutterworksgutters.com. They do custom seamless gutters and also other exterior modifications to your house. Great people. Awesome people. They were at Martin yesterday. Sick. We were not there. Sick. Haven't rode in weeks. Sick. But hey, don't worry. I got, dude, August, we're going to Redbud, Redbud, and then Iron Man. Going to Vet Fest? Yes. When is Vet Fest again? I don't remember which one. So the I think thir- 13th. Is that it? Yeah. Think- so there's that. Then there's a local race the next weekend. And then there's and then we go to Iron Man. I might go with you to Vet Fest. Sick. Yeah. Let's was, fucking do it. Because uh, I always like going to the vet. It's been a while since I've been to an actual Vet Fest, but I like going to them, especially now that like. When last year was a million fucking degrees, I rode one moto and went home. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. But they also, I mean, it is Red Bud. They actually get, they're pretty stacked these days. A lot of fast yeah. dudes show up. Yeah. yeah. So I actually might go with you to that one. Cool. Let's do that. Um, okay. Cool. So anyway, uh, 250 race recap. <sighs> Dude, fucking, I swear to God, that. <sighs> Once again, we had something shaping up to be two fucking great motos, and the first moto was great, and then Hunter just decides <laughs> to forget how to ride through traffic. Because his, his line selection at the end of that second moto Dude, was absolute ass. The Golden Jet is just fucking on it. When it's your year, it's your year, and oh, it's yeah. his year, number one. Yep. He would be seven for seven right now. Hmm? He's As it is, he's he's six six out of seven. Yeah. So, how the, I, dude, just fucking he was on it he was, he was good oh dude so i i uh, listened to a thing he literally said that at, he told doc g and his dad after the after red bud i'm gonna win every fucking race the rest of the year i mean he did i mean he won both motos yesterday and stuff you know i mean who yeah. fucking what is really weird i don't get it i'm sitting there watching it and hunter was so far off in practice that i'm like how the f- why can't where was that intensity at southwick where was that intensity? And I know that he got second, so it's kind of like throwing shade at Hunter for Redbud, but because he got dropped the fir- the, the second yeah. moto. But I'm like, dude, do you just like sometimes just pick and choose? Because that whole weekend was like a that was a role reversal of like high point. Mm-hmm. He had the speed to beat Jet both motos. Second moto was just shit. And he also, I'm glad that uh, Thomas Welch is okay, but bummer for him, dude. Bro, did you see that on the broadcast? Because I saw him laying there, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. Because I saw the red gear, and I'm like, oh, that's that's Thomas Welch. I went back because I, like, I saw him laying there, and then I was like, wait a minute. There's somebody dead on the track. Oh, dude, he was not moving. And like I rewound it and then paused it, and I was like, holy shit, he is dead. Well, first off, like 
Weege said, I think he thought it was Jerry Lorenz. And I'm like, that's not Jerry. I'm yeah. like, and then I'm like, oh, that's Thomas Welch. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, he's not moving. No. <laughs> um, But dude, bummer deal for Hunter. Like he's out front. He's feeling it. And then the second moto restart, <laughs> shit start. Like he's still on yeah. you to get the start. But the first moto, man, epic battle. Like Jet's out front. Hunter tracks him down. Jet fades a little bit wide. Hunter gets around him. Gaps a little bit. Jet reels him back in, sitting back there marking him. And then we get to the last two laps. And I'm like, Hunter, did you just forget how to ride through traffic? Like, because that line selection, and you know what? It's not taking anything away from Jet. Jet fucking won the race. He did what he had to do. Yeah. But part of me, it was screaming going, Hunter, outside, yeah. every fucking, what are you doing? And he knows that. So, like, I've listened to a couple of post-race interviews now with him, and where you would think he would be super, like, pissed off because he lost the race, he was he was just like, it was almost just like a bum, like, Because he knows he had it, and yeah. he just. Well, and he knows it was his fault. Like, yeah. A lot of the guys at that point would be screaming, these fucking lappers, these mm-hmm. fucking lappers. And he's like, dude, I just fucking, I just fucked up the line. Yeah, because it was like coming out of the roller or out of the first set of rollers and shit. And he had control of the inside and you go, dude, anybody else like Jet, if that was Jet, yeah, if he'd have been out front, he would have seen that those guys were fading wide. That obviously corner was deeper on the outside and then it set you up for that wall. So a lot of guys were hesitant. You're like, oh, those lappers are going to fade to the outside. Hunter had control of the inside. If he would have just blocked Jet. Yeah. And then he fades the outside. I'm like, the fuck are you doing? Well, and, and even even like Hunter even said he was like, dude, I fucked that up. And he's like, any he, like, again, there was no shade thrown at those lappers from him, no, which I was, was wildly impressed. And he's like, he's like, they were battling for a spot. He's like, and I just fucked up where I went. And here's the I thing: I should not too. have gone where I went. And I'm like. We go from last week with the Styles Robertson thing, where I'm like, man, By the he's way, fucking immature. I heard the th- him what happened afterwards, and I'm a little upset with the way Hunter apparently handled that. Apparently, Styles went over to him. And oh tried yeah, to, and Hunter was. Ha- did you I'm, see the video? I did not see the video. Oh, dude, he was. I'm he not, was. Fuck you. Fuck off. Look, get the fuck my, out of here. Hunter's my guy, and you know that he's been my guy, and he still is my guy. That's a like I'm I said. Not. There was an immaturity last week that I was like, Jesus Christ! Which you normally that's don't a terrible see from him. Look. You don't see that from him. And then we go to this week with the lappers, where I'm now expecting that immaturity. And there's like, yeah, I fucked up. They were battling. Like, wasn't their fault. Whatever. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And here's the wild thing too. He had he not lost all that time because of his line selection, he had a fucking line on the track. If he would have been on Jet's rear wheel to pass him coming yeah. down Mount Martin, mm-hmm. Jet rode perfect as he usually does. Hunter. If he would have been in within a half a bike length coming down Mount Martin, yeah, he would have passed Hunter, yeah, because that line he had on the outside and then straightening out for the the, the right hander at the bottom, yeah, he would have went. It was kind of like what Jmart did last year. Yeah, when that was met. that was a good line. I've I watched that. Hunter, times he went, probably hmm. watched what Jmart did last year. He's like, dude, this is how you this is how you take this line. Yeah, if he would have been in half a bike length, now who knows what would have happened after that? Maybe Jet runs him in on a little bit, whatever. Hunter could have got around him. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there going, holy shit, dude. You even had a line on the track that you knew you We're could have passed him. him. Yep. And if, so I'm not I'm mad at Hunter in that sense because I it, it sucks because we didn't see the battle all the way down to the finish. And it's frustrating because it's like, dude, you had it this weekend. You could have split motos with your brother. Who's to say you couldn't have beat him both motos? And then you just I don't know what you were doing. And and it's fr- and once again, when it's your 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 jet just did what jet does, but it's like, fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. You had it. You weren't going to make it. Even if you would have went 1-1, one, one, you still would have been, you know, it still would have been, what, fucking nine points or whatever. But still, yeah. it's like, man, you got to take those when you can with how you rode at Southwick. And he just, he couldn't capitalize on it. And here's another thing. Yeah. 
he was out front in that second moto. Him and Jet were going at it again. It could have been the same fucking thing as mm-hmm. it did the first moto. Yep. So I'm sitting there going, I don't know who wins that second moto. Yeah. Because it would have been the same thing over and over again. Because Jet did what normally Jet what Jet normally does. But you can also look at it and go, and who knows? Maybe Jet would have just passed him. Yeah. But Jet was marking him, unless he would have tried to tap into that out of control or what he was doing at Southwick, where he's. Always in control, but riding maybe somewhere where he just doesn't like riding all the time. And you go, he might have had to tap into that to actually pass Hunter. Yeah. Had Hunter. So you're like, oh, I don't fucking know. But you know what? Jet did what he had to do, and he got another overall. So it's like Hunter has nobody to blame but himself. I'm just really sad that we're not going to see a perfect 12-0 and season here because of a motor issue at Red yeah. Bud. That's yeah. annoying because, I mean, it could happen, but mm. it's hard to see him losing – Barring another motor or something crazy where he hits, the yeah. Back I hard. mean, Hunter, Hunter can still. I mean, he proved yesterday, like he and he's obviously. I, beat, he, I still think Hunter and Shimoda can upset yeah. the apple cart here yeah. at some point. And who knows if but, J, once again man. we also talk about J Mart. <clears throat> J Mart comes back and he's a close to a hundred. Not Paula, not going to happen. Yeah. But if he's like a hundred percent, he comes back to Bud's Creek or he comes back to Iron Man. That's another dude you got to think about it. Championship wise, it's not going to matter. But you're talking about oh, he could take something from Jet. But it's like. Dude, it's just it's frustrating because kind of unlike with the 450 title, we know that this title is pretty much done for now because yeah. of the way Hunter rode at Southwick. Mm-hmm. So now you're just looking at it. Going, now we're at like a 27 point lead. Yeah, here. yeah. Because now you're looking at it going, well, how much? Who's going to put pressure on him? And yeah. yes, Hunter and Joe can do it. And it sucks because Levi Kitchen was one of those guys, and now we, he's with got the broken, broken wrist, wrist. He's gone. He's thinking about trying to be back for the last three. But I don't see how yeah, that's possible. Pushing it. Yeah, that'd be really He's fucking... having surgery on it. Like. Yeah, that'd be really stupid on his end. So, look, Jet, he did what he had to do, and it was good. And, you know, Hunter had the speed to beat him or split with him, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And he couldn't capitalize. Yep. So... Yeah, so... Um, all right, so yeah, so Jet goes one one, Shmoda goes 3-2 for second. Another gotta good s- ride. Gotta stop getting <clears throat> bad starts, though. Yeah. And he just, when Jason asked him, he's like, yeah, just another normal start. Yeah. And then Hunter goes 2-5 for third. Uh, Justin Cooper, 6-3 for fourth. Getting a little bit better each round. He was frisky in qualifying. It is not Justin Cooper of last year. No, 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 it is not. Before that. But that qualifying was a little shocking to me. He Uh, did go 1.8 faster than Jack. Dude, I saw that. Because I didn't obviously get to watch yeah. it, which we're going to rant about later. But that had to have shocked you a little bit. It did. I when I looked at I it, like, when I went to pick fantasy and I looked, I went, "Holy shit!" He went one point eight faster. I was like, what, like, what the, the fuck? fuck is happening? And he was even feeling frisky at the beginning of that first moto. Yeah. And obviously, you know, fucking bad line selection or whatever. But um, I've I keep hearing I've heard again outdoor thing outdoor only. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the only thing that makes super sense. Super interesting. I think it's really stupid, but whatever. Bobby Regan's going to do what Bobby Regan wants. Um. But no, he's not the same guy as last year because the guy from last year, if that was him in that first moto, I don't know if he wins, but he definitely pulls a gap with a start like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not the same Justin Look, Cooper. I got him for an FFL in the second moto, so I'm pumped. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? I don't like Justin Cooper, but if he's getting closer and closer to being healthy again, that's that's a good thing for everybody. Yep. Um, RJ goes 5-4 for fifth. Still looks like a fucking ragdoll. Still looks like RJ. <laughs> got stabbed in the heart, so he's not a, so he's a vampire. Yeah, fucking, fucking weird. What are the, what are the voodoo dolls? Yeah. Call, yeah. Uh, Max Volan, 4-6 for sixth. This, he's trending upwards. What was... Do you know what he got at Southwick? Okay, maybe not Southwick is not a good example because it's not a same guy. Remember. What did he do at Redbud? Was he top 10 at Redbud? I think so. 
Yeah, I mean, he's... I don't remember. Well, you know, Everything hopefully. blends Look, together. Look, he's got to keep doing it, because if not, Roger's going to put him in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I heard there, you know, and look, Tom Viel's coming over, so it's like, dude, he's probably (laughs) looking and going, I need to start delivering. I mean, you and I both heard the same thing. They're trying to buy him out of that contract because he's got one more year. He's got to deliver because, like I said, Mm -hmm. with Tom, with Viel coming over next year, that's putting that's going to put a lot of pressure on Volan. Honestly, I think it'd be stupid to buy him out of his contract because I feel like next year is going to be a decent year for him. You would hope so because you're sophomore slumping right now, essentially. But like I said. Supercross, not so much, but outdoors, he has got to start. Supercross, he just needs to go and finish in the top 10. But outdoors, he has got to do something. Yeah. Because, with, like I said, with Vial coming over next year, Look, Vial is instantly going to be a title contender outdoors, and if Volan is still flopping around in 10th, yep. it's not going to be – it's just not going to be good. But that was a step in the right direction for him. Now we're going to Washougal, a track that the soil fits Volan better. Yeah. We'll see. If he can get on the box again or, or not get on the box but get another top five, it's it's a good thing. But like I said, he <laughs> needs to deliver these last five rounds. He yeah. needs to do something. He can't be 10th. It's a really bad look for KTM if they do buy him out of his contract and he's gone next year off of KTM because it's like, okay, you force this fucking kid to go pro mm-hmm. early and then you're fucking pissy with him when he doesn't deliver the way you think he should deliver. Like Here's the, here's the thing, though, that is not going to be good for KTM. I'll talk a bunch of shit about KTM at I that will point. I will, too, yeah. Here's here's not a, something that's not good for KTM though. Volan had his I don't even you can't even call him struggles. I don't know what you called happened to him in Supercross this year. He was decent his rookie year. Vial's coming in, and it's not confirmed, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna ride Supercross. Vial, he has the talent to pick up on it pretty quickly, but he's obviously gonna be rough. This is probably gonna be like a Ken Roxon thing when Kenny came over. Yeah. Have some flashes and then just be like whatever. Your Supercross season ain't going to be great for your 250 guys. No. That's why I say that Volan has to be... There's nothing great about KTM right now. No. (laughs) No. Outside of the fact that because Jet's going to be gone, Vial basically is going to instantly be the title favorite. Yeah. Um, For outdoors, at least. Yeah. It's mm, KTM, it's going to be fucking rough next year they think mm-hmm. this year's been rough next year's gonna be a whole new level of rough yep um so haymaker goes eight seven for seventh so okay. was good at the beginning of the moto um i think that now the the wear and tear of doing all of outdoors he's not we know look he's good he's not having an epstein bar but the wear and tear of finally riding a full outdoor season this is like what we're talking about with a lot or what people are talking about with the star kids here yeah. is like okay you go from romano is a perfect example yeah you go from riding once every four months or racing once every four months to now you're racing weekend week out weekend week out weekend week yeah. out so he's so, as long as hammocker's in the top <clears throat> 10 and he finishes the outdoor season i think that's his only goal. yeah i, think I know that he building. wants to be he's shown he has the speed to be up front but we got to remember, he's ro- rode more Supercross than he has outdoors. Yeah. So the fact that he's just making through outdoors, it's a it's a positive. Yep. Um, Rider D goes 13-8 for eighth. Second moto was impressive there for a minute. What, riding sixth? Yeah, for, he was up there. Yeah, 15 I would say he was up there. He was on TV. Um, let's take a pause to talk about him for a second. So there's been a lot of controversy around the Rider D thing. Yeah, he made a comment that he is signed for Kawasaki. He signed... F- <laughs> He's signed for an amateur deal through next year. Ah, and that's my, his comment. And my thing is, yes, because I heard this too, and then I watched a video about it, and I'm like, so he's got an amateur contract. So, but that kid's not riding amateur. And, shit and again. he's just, and he's just like, oh, it's fine. Like I have a deal, and like whatever. And I'm like, okay, you're you're kind of trying to save face with Kawasaki here. But he's not trying to upset the apple cart. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, you 
you don't want to ride amateurs next year. No, that you kid don't want to be, keep riding amateurs this year. That kid wants to be in a Supercross stadium next year, yeah. like right now. Yeah, that kid wants to be Supercross like right now. Now, don't get me wrong, a job is a job here. So if you're getting 100 G's to ride yeah. amateurs, I mean, I guess whatever. But, but like, I think at this point for him, it's been such a building point to this point in his yeah. career that he's like, and he's. I think he's. he's I think he's ready. gonna be eight. I think he's gonna be eighteen next year. Yeah, he's ready. But he could pull. He could pull a kitchen too, and just wait till he's like nineteen or. 20. Yeah, but see, like, here's the thing, though. The difference with him, and you are correct, but the difference with him and Kitchen, Ryder D's been in the public eye since he was on fifties. Yeah. Kitchen didn't get in the public eye until oh, after yeah. B class. So there is a little bit of a difference in that sense. Hey, look. All I'm saying is, you could extend your career here if you do the amateur thing again next year. But here's the thing: I only do the amateur thing next year again if I have a contract in hand for going pro. Yeah, for but don't you 24. think that don't you think there's other teams that if this doesn't work out that would want to sign him? I mean, yeah, there's got to. I'm not even a big Ryder D kid. No, I mean neither. A Ryder D guy, and I'm like, dude, if if I had a team with some money here, like, yeah, I would fucking sign him. If I'm Husky, I pick him up. That'd... Husky's full. Not 250 guys. Yeah, they are. Who? They have Swole. They have RJ, and they, they have, have Styles. That's not confirmed. Styles, oh, is, yeah. so, Styles is going so to star. Yeah, yeah. They so ne- maybe. I, if I'm Husky, I'm going. Unless they're to- just going to two. Who knows? <laughs> Aust- Austria's Terrible. a shit show right now. T- just the fucking Austrian brands are just... <laughs> But yeah, but I like I said, I, it was funny when I watched that video and him look, making that statement of like, oh, I have looked, a deal for next year. No, you have an amateur look, contract, dude. dude. He, lo- he looked good yesterday. And we all know you don't want to stay amateur. He, so he, he looked good yesterday. That's he's, all I'll give him. He is ready he's to ready. be a pro. He's ready. So. And he's definitely ready for Supercross. Yep. So, um, okay. Pierce Brown goes 12-9 for ninth. So, okay. Carson Mumford got a good start there. Was it that him or was that Kilroy? They got the start. That was Kilroy that yanked the holy, but Mumford had the better overall results. Okay. So, Mumford goes uh, on those outdated sixteen ten for 10th. Derek Kelly, uh, your boy Thrasher goes seven thirty oh, for 12th. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we can talk about that. Okay. That was... Well, first off, the seventh, good because he came through the pack and he actually was in fourth at one point. Yep. So kind of like what I said with the, I know you you don't like Nate. What not, I said, not a Nate Thrasher guy. But as long as he's in the top, big ten, Christian Craig fan. Yeah. As long as Nate, big Christian Craig fan. As long as Nate's top ten outdoors, not really a huge Thrasher fan. He is he. That's where he's going to be. Yeah. As long as he's top ten outdoors, which he's pretty much been the entire year. Yeah. And his qualifying has been a lot better than I expected. Dude, he qualified fifth. Yeah. And at some point, at one point, he was third. Yep. If he continues to be top ten, so the first moto was really really good, just like dating back to his second moto at Southwick. Second moto, he caused that huge pile up, but let's go to the crash that took him out. Nick Romano, you're my boy. I got a lot of confidence in you, but what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? That was what stupid. in the fuck are you doing? That was really no stupid. track awareness. That what? was like what, what? What was it last year? Cooper Webb and who else last year? Barsha. No, uh, was that Sexton? I think it was yeah. Sexton over the finish. Yes, and then he almost smoked that sprinkler at Romano. What? In the fuck, I don't, dude. I don't know if you were dead tired and your arms were just full of blood and you couldn't move them. What the fuck are you doing? Scrubbed it right into him, dude. What are you doing? Scrubbed it right into him. And, and the fact that their teammates makes it look ten times worse. Because Romano, dude, he was on the edge, and Nate was just like, dude, what do I got to do to get around this fucking kid? Because yeah. Nate was obviously fucking clearly faster than mm-hmm. him, and Romano's like, nope. I'm what? What are you doing? Yep. Jesus Christ, Bobby Regan was probably pulling his fucking hair out. Probably pissed off. They probably got a good long talking to you after that ride. And also, Romano got real lucky with the way, with what happened there when he hit the, holy shit. Yeah, he's still fucked up, I think. 
Yeah, well, that's not great either because LeBlanc was hurt from Southwick. So if Romano's out and then Thrasher, because he didn't finish the motos out, now you're just down to ju- – and Kitchen's out. Yeah, but I think Thrasher's bike was just fucked up. He was, but you could tell he was laboring, but he probably okay, – but he, He'll dude, probably he, he took right. that hit at Thunder Valley, though. Yeah. I think Thrasher will be okay. Romano, that's a different question. So you, he, got, you saw him get off that bike, and it was he was just laying there so holding his So you just have knee. Nate and Cooper. <laughs> just it. Sick. Fucking great. You Sick. Had five, <laughs> Well, if Nichols comes back. Yeah, sick. So, um, okay, uh, Swole, 9 DNS. Him and his teammate. Him and his team. It was a teammate day. It was a teammate day. Yeah, that was a bad situation there. Swole was looking like he was going to line up, and then he probably was just like, well, yeah. Why? I got a deal for next year. He's Jaleek Swole. He doesn't give a shit. Styles. Yeah, probably uh, the same joggers in the pits. 10 DNS, and that didn't look good. And, he dude, that, off, look, that, man, that sucks, so, that sucks so bad for that kid. Yep. Because we just talked about this. He was riding so good. Yeah. And, well, luckily he's got that star deal for next year. I don't think he was super happy with Swole there either. No, I'd have fucking slapped him in the head. Yeah, that was that was interesting crash there. Do you also have the other Austrian, the red Austrian guy that took himself out in the first moto? Hold on. Okay. Uh, So Ty Masterpool, he 11 DNF crash. for 17th. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what happened there. Fuck no, my but fantasy, he was, though. He was, limp, he was limping, though. Yep. So that's not good. That kid uh, got to wrap him in bubble wrap. Or Michigan something. local Chris Prebula goes 21 14 for 18. So that's yep. cool. Yep. Uh, he was inside the top 15 at one point. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Nick Romano, 1935 for 25th. Sick, bro. Uh, let's keep going here. And oh, look, there's Michael Moseman. DNF, DNS. Dude, have have he, you seen his crash? What happened? Because he no, was but when he stood up wobbly. When he stood up, yep. And then when the the what was it the was it the flagger or whatever walked over with the bike, I'm like, don't let him back on that fucking bike. No, do not let him back on that bike. Because I'm looking at it and I'm watching the way he's walking that bike over to Michael, and I'm like, he's gonna let him get on there. And I'm yeah. like, do not do that. No, that was yeah. I don't know what happened there. I, you I, know, I'm not a big Mosman guy, and I've said some pretty hot takes on him. <laughs> but God, dude, I just. I feel so bad for that fucking kid. Because you're like, if one thing could change with his career, with like the, the shit that goes wrong with him, and we've talked about it before, he would actually probably have a really good career to this point because speed is not the issue with that dude. Mm-hmm. He proved it. He won a moto earlier this year, and he was winning the first moto at high point. But everything else with him is just a shit show. Just a shit show. And I will be so far as to say, do we know when his gas gas contract is up? Mm, I think he's got next year, too. I think I've heard Will Hahn talk. Him and Pierce are both still signed for next year. So what do we think happens after next year? I don't know. Because Pierce I don't know, has a it's lot super of... weird because, okay, when we, got, when we started the show, there was a fucking crop of, of amateurs leading for like five years. Yeah. And now we're at the end of that five years, and now it's like, oh, there isn't. I mean, dude, look at that. We were at Redbud for the Combine, and it's like. Well, oh, had we, one... had a, we had a rookie come out that we didn't even talk about, Talon Hawkins. Oh, the yeah. The Husky kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. so you're talking about, I only, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were no. talking about rookies, and that just jogged my mind. Yep. When uh, he, got, he got 16th, and I think, in the second moto, and let's be honest, that's only because half the field died. Yeah, so he went, no, he went 2015 for 19th. Okay, so no offense, but that 15, he only got that 15 because, like I said, yeah. everyone died. Thrasher was down. Styles Swole was down. Swole, out. Romano, Basterpool, yeah. everybody. So... You yeah you you make a good point. You talk about these rookies. So Ryder D is going to do a Ryder D. So the only buddy the, Talon Hawkins. So now you're just looking at Hymas and Deegan, and then you got no one. Yeah, 
Outside of that, it's like, who? And D- and Hymas, we know, is going to be next year at some point. Which, hey, might be good. Maybe we'll finally get to the point where some of these privateer guys who put in some decent rides, like, get some help. You mean, like, I don't know, uh, Derek Kelly, who just continues to be close to the top ten? Which is fucking incredible, because he has fucked my fantasy so many times. It's, like it's also wild to, to think that, like, as an amateur, he didn't even really do amateur nationals. He's always been just, like, a supercross guy. In fact, Derek Kelly went 14-12 for 11th yesterday. And his best moto has been inside the top 10. Mm-hmm. Per- I know that his AEO ride is good, but that's a perfect example of, hey, maybe we put this kid on a factory bike and see what he can do. I'm not saying he's going to be top five, mm-hmm. but you give him, what, a one, two spot better? Yeah. Better than some of these fucking kids out here. Yep. Like, you, you probably get, you get yourself a top 10 dude there. He probably could be better than Jaleek Swole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, Jesus Christ. Exactly. So... Um, all right, anything else with 250s there? No, no not really. Okay. All right, so your 250s again brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks there. So that has pretty much wrapped up all the race recap here. So before we get Kevin Moran's on here. Oh, one more our- thing. Did you see McAdoo's back on a bike? No, is he? Yeah, he Didn't should just stay one. off the bike for outdoors and just watch just super cross. Yes. Um, Holster Co. Reload Rant Time. Okay. Brought to you by our friends Bring at Holster Co. Make sure Everybody you check them out. Everybody loved the one last week. MIHolsterCo.com. They did. Um... So the rant is going to be the same still, but I'm just not quite as going to be as Animated. fiery as last year. Yeah. As last week. Uh, so the Mav TV flow racing thing. Okay. Oh, it's going to be the last four rounds. Oh, wait. Pause. Never mind. Mav TV app doesn't fucking exist anymore. Oh, it exists. It's just nothing new as of after the 12th. <laughs> There's just nothing. You- the 27th, though, it'll cease to exist. Hey, Justin, how do I watch practice? Oh, you got to get the Flow Racing. Okay, cool. Oh, it's Flow Sports. Okay, cool. Type in Flow Sports in the Apple Store. Do you want to know what the first fucking app was I downloaded? What? Flow Sports. Caribbean. <laughs> and I'm like looking at this because I just look at Flow Sports. Okay, cool. I just hit the install. Was there a lot of volleyball? <laughs> it was all fucking soccer shit. <laughs> And then I, and that was all there was. And I'm like, what in the fuck? And then I'm like trying to look like, okay, is my settings wrong? Like, am I set for the Caribbean or something? Because, you know, yeah. some of them are like regional. And then there's like, you go to you go to the, the tab bar and mm-hmm. it's just like about us. And I'm like, what in the fuck is this? So then I'm reading. It's like Caribbean, <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, okay. So then I go back and I click the fucking link on the thing in the Mav TV app. And then it takes me into the app store and then it downloads the flow sports then i download flow sports okay cool and i was even to the point of like fuck i really want to watch practice i'll just fucking pay for the month here so i can finish watching these last two and then i go in there and there's nothing there's no racing there's no motocross there's no motorsports there's no mav tv like i'm doing the search bar for everything it doesn't give me fucking nothing what was coming up nothing horse racing really like, not even, like, stock car shit? No! There was nothing. I did Mav TV, had nothing. Literally said, no search results. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? So, needless to say, did not watch practice. Oh, and by the way, went to YouTube to watch it. As you said, oh, go to YouTube, which I was like, yep, no problem. And there was, like, multiple live streams from people. And I was like, okay, cool. And I click it, and it's showing, like, last year's race. And then I'm like, okay, cool. It's not quite 11, or, like, it's just a few minutes after. Maybe it starts at 11.15, so I'm watching. And then all of a sudden, it's count- it's got a countdown timer. Well, it's counting down to the fucking motos. And then I'm, like, still searching. And I'm even, like, Spring Creek motocross practice. Nothing. 
which then you tell me today. Oh, by the way, it was on the Flow Flow Sports. Yeah, which I didn't even know YouTube. that. I didn't even know Flow Sports had a YouTube channel. So needless to say, did not watch. Like this is such a fucking shit show. Oh, and here's see here here's a cool thing too. You know how they were talking about with like oh the hey why won't the sport grow because I can't fucking watch it. Yeah, here's a cool thing too. Uh you know how they were saying, oh, like the six ninety nine thing. By yeah. the way, did you get the six ninety nine? No, I'm not signing up. I'm oh, fucking you did, done. Oh, you I'm didn't done. sign up. No, oh, okay. Why would I sign up? I couldn't even fucking find it on the app. Okay, so I couldn't even pull it up where it told me what fucking time practice came on. So here's the cool thing. I'm uh, out. So fuck six, you. So they said, oh, it'll it'll transfer over from the Mav TV for six ninety nine a month. You get to redeem the code, which I couldn't do through Roku. I had to go actually on my iPad. So oh, we'll do six ninety nine a month, and then you know I was just gonna cancel after Paula. And then that six ninety nine a month will be free all the way till December, and then it goes to the yearly or whatever. Yeah. See, here's the sh- here's the thing, the fact that they moved the date up. Now you're getting a you're gonna have to pay for two months. Originally, it was only gonna be oh you'd only have to pay for a month because of the last four rounds and it would go to September. Well, since they moved the fucking early date up to the twelfth, you now have to pay for July to August and August to September. There's a lawsuit against Mav TV. Yeah, by the, the way. FCC is investigating them. Yeah, Good. Yeah. There needs to be. Someone should sue MX Sports, too. Because uh, this is the fucking most ridiculous thing. Don't. Th- it might happen. Don't Good. be shocked. Don't, right I'm now. Not. Right I'm going to fucking. Right now, the Mav TV, whoever runs that company, is in a lot of shit right I'm now. I'm here to tell you. If if I didn't have. Because what they're doing is fraud. If I didn't have Mav TV, I'm uh, like, if my parents, who I live with, yep. again, 34 years old, 33 years old, live with my parents. Fuck off, don't care. Yeah. Fuck you. Whatever. If yeah. they didn't pay for it, I wouldn't even be watching the races right now. No, you could be, but you'd have to wait a day before the replays go up on YouTube. So you'd find a way somehow. Somebody would have it up there. At some we point. wouldn't be doing the show. No, the show, would be, the show would be done. Well, I, ta- I, talked for to you, summer. I talked to you about this before Redbud. I was like, dude, I don't know what, what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and see, it's weird that you had that much of a problem, and I've watched other people, and I don't know if it's because I have a Roku, because I've not had, like, as yeah, soon as I Yeah, because you're like, dude, it's, it's on there. Yeah, and I'm I like, don't no, get it's it. not. Yeah, which, like, I had no problems with any of the broadcast yesterday because I was like, oh, fuck. Like, we're going to have all these problems. I've heard these people. You know, even the commercial thing, they've been doing it through the map TV, but now they're getting to the point that, oh, they're only going to the 20-minute mark before they do the first commercial. And then the second moto because of the restart with 250s, there was no commercial. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're going commercial-free because they went later into because of the red flag. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I was like, this is going to be a pain in the ass, you know. But, dude, I- and we can talk about this more in the offseason because now I feel like we're beating a dead horse when more shit comes out. I still stand by my comment. If Flow Racing doesn't offer a special package for just motocross people for next summer, there's going to be so many people that are going to be out. They're going to be fucking out. You're not going to get even the core people to spend $150 for 12 rounds of racing. It's just not going to fucking happen. It's just not going to fucking happen. Like I told you, I'll go spend my fucking money and just watch MXGPs next year. And we just won't do an outdoor show because Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you this. It won't be on Mav TV TV next year either. Yeah, no, because if it fl- if it goes over to Flow, they talk about Mav TV Flow. Mav TV might not even s- is it exist as a business after the FCC is done with them. I mean, dude, yeah, it's this is fucking dumb. So and we not, just might not, not even. I'm not over here as a as a person that's like, ha- like sue everybody for everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that person. But this is so fucking dumb. Like and as said, far as I'm concerned, I don't give a shit if you don't win the fucking lawsuit against MX Sports. Somebody just needs to sue them just to cost them fucking money at this point. Like I said. Uh, because this is so fucking stupid. When the FCC is done, MAV-TV might cease to exist as an actual company. Yeah. And here's the thing. If they go to Flow, 
they, it won't be on Mav TV TV anymore. So you know what? We might not even be doing an outdoor show next year. No, we won't. We're literally unless light. it just unless somehow they can fucking figure this out, which I highly doubt it. Within a matter of fucking however many months, it's something I I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what that fucking shyster Davy Coombs has got up his fucking sleeve. But I'm telling you this right now. Mark my fucking words. If they go to Flow next year and it's $150 to watch 12 rounds of motocross, not a goddamn person is going to fucking sign up for that. Yeah, we're liter- we, we, we will literally do 10 rounds of World Supercross shows. And we'll just go to the outdoor races just to go to them. I was going to say, yeah, we'll, we'll go to Red Bull. But we're not going to be doing it. But we'll I'm not doing shows. Yeah, we'll go to Iron Man, whatever. We'll go to the races. Whatever, whatever they have. Yeah. We don't know because we'll, there's a lot up in the air at this point. Yeah, yeah we'll but, go to the outdoor races, but we won't be doing an outdoor show. I we're not trying say, to freak anybody out, but we're just telling you this right now. We won't be doing an outdoor show next nope. year. Because like I said, me, diehard fucking outdoor dude, I'll spend my money to go watch MG, MXGPs and get 90% more fucking shit to watch mm-hmm. then fucking watch four motos and an hour long of qualifying and fucking half the qualifying is commercials we will go to a super cross only deal here <laughs> look i never thought i'd say i would agree with that but I, i'll do it i will fucking do it we'll just cover fucking super cross and world super cross because i'm not i'm not giving flow and i'm not giving davy 150 dollars of my fucking money i'm not money. jumping through these hoops to fucking no. watch out and see here's the thing here's the thing too i've been one of the lucky ones i really haven't had to jump through the hoops like yeah. you guys like you guys have for me and knock on wood, and I know people are like, well, fuck you. It's been relatively easy transition for me, but that's not the point. It's the fact that we have not had to spend more than fucking $10 mm-hmm. to watch outdoors in 13 fucking years. Yep. That's the point. It's the principle of it. It's not the money. Because let's be honest, we could fucking both spend the 150 bucks and it really be like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not the money. It's the point that this is bullshit. My, us, po- my point is the hoops I have to jump through to fucking and, watch and, that, and that's what I mean by the, the $150 is not the issue. I, and I know that people are like, oh, first world problems. That's, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to say that. For us, the $150, that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that we have to go fucking through this shit and everybody else in our same position, fucking people that are making, keeping the sport around by spending our fucking money. In today's day and age, this should not be this complicated. No, it shouldn't be. It should not. Sh- honestly... I should be able to click up fucking YouTube and watch it. Yeah, and, and it's bullshit for a lot of the people, for people that aren't as uh, technologically advanced as some people, that they have to fucking make it where they do an illegal stream on YouTube for these people to watch this shit. Mm-hmm. This is fucking stupid. But do you want to know how you know they're fucking, that they know they're fucking up? Yeah. Because they're not blocking these streams anymore. No, it's just no, happening. they were at the beginning of the year. They were, well, no, they haven't all year. Well, no, somebody, somebody blocked, somebody did one for Paula, and something happened with him. But then it later they allowed it back on. But yeah, you're right. They have yeah. not blocked one of them. Cooksey brought that up last week uh, on his show or something. It's like, yeah, you know, they know they fucked up because they're not blocking these YouTube streams like they used to. Because like last year, if you try to stream it on YouTube. Yeah, you, and there's no fucking way in hell you'd be able to get away with that strike, supercross. Struck you easy, and no way in hell, like I said, you'd be able to get away with that yep. supercross. So yeah, so I don't know, man. Like it's okay. You you're an MXGP guy. Yeah, they've been on the same app for how many years now? Uh, it's changed uh, as far as like it went from youth stream to what it is now. But as far as the same app, I think they've been running this fucking app since 2006. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's been a progression as they've gone from youth stream to what they are. Fucking, I don't the Monaco company or some bullshit. Yeah, who, whatever the I don't know what the fuck it's called. Uh, and they revamped the website as of this year. But as far as like the same people that run the whole thing, yeah, they've been doing this since like 2006. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, you fucking get every EMX practice, every EMX moto, every MX2, MXGP moto. Now, how you would get, you do that? These camera guys have to have a fucking break. Oh yeah, I know. I don't understand how oh, you would even fucking, do that. It's fucking wild. They oh, and here's the thing too. 
They have a fucking studio show, a wrap-up show. They give you fucking content on their magazine through the website. And we just can't do that over here. We just there's no fucking way. Oh, there's no fucking way. Oh, and what I add, Paul Malin fucking does all of them by himself. He does well, every fuck. That is a psychotic thing. It is, That's but my a point, very psychotic thing. It is, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We like to oh, make yeah. it like, oh, it's really hard over here. The motherfucker calls every. Really not. Put it on YouTube. That, Be yeah. really fucking simple. Yeah, I just. Anybody that says, oh, we can't do it over here, I'm fucking sorry. MXGPs have been doing it for God for however many years, 2006 to now is. And oh, by the way, they travel the fucking world. Mm-hmm. They deal with a hundred times more complications than we do so over here. Formula One. Exactly. It's not fucking hard. It's just here's the thing. Y'all motherfuckers are lazy. And here's the thing, too. They don't change it in the middle of the season. <laughs> no. In Could the middle of the season, former- I'm not trying to figure out where the fuck to stream practice could you imagine if formula one changed their shit up in the middle of the season oh, the uproar holy fuck, fuck. so no okay. it's, a, it's a fucking shit show no i i totally fucking agree it's absolutely fucking ridiculous holster co reload rant all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back with moran's uh after we get done with that we'll do our usual where we'll talk a little bit of world supercross because we got some updates and a little bit of mxon and then we'll wrap this show up so we'll be right back all right now First guest up of the night here, Only guess. Privateer Hero, brought to you by our friends at the Dirt Bike Depot. If you need some new moto gear but don't want to pay those expensive retail prices, shop the Dirt Bike Depot for all your moto gear needs. Gear sets, boots, helmets, goggles, and more. They specialize in athlete-only boots as well as tons of more items that you can't buy in stores. Follow them on Instagram at Dirt Bike Depot and DM them with any questions you may have. It is Dirt Bike Depot rider, Privateer Hero, friend of the show, guy who's going to let me ride his fucking Supercross track, which is going to be awesome, Mr. Kevin Morans. Hi, buddy. How you guys doing? Dude, we're fucking great over fucking here. Fucking great. Fucking great. Fucking great. Couldn't be any fucking better. Okay. I love it. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great, you know? <laughs> that was a lot of enthusiasm. Oh, boy. That. Push push that bike over the finish line. It'll make <laughs> you feel fucking great. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, cool. Here, here this go. is cool. Here we go. This is enjoyable. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Are you, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you guys. Okay. You guys are just still faint. I don't know why. I, it's got to be a you. He's not this, in the van right now. I, either, this has so. to be a him thing. I don't know. Cooksey didn't have much issue with us last week. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, Kev. Yeah. Oh, that's louder. Um, so, tell us about your day yesterday. So, qualifying was better, finally. Um, first qualifying session, ran the scoop tire was not the move because it was not deep enough so it was very slippery and icy heard that um can't, what i heard that i heard that it was not a deep spring creek yeah no uh so it's pretty hard base so it was really tough um so we changed over to the normal tire the mid soft and lit literally four seconds faster in the next qualifying session qualified 27th so no lcq which is nice yeah and, uh, buddy yeah Yep, Moto 1 was pretty decent, got a good jump, had a pretty decent start, and I had no idea where I was the whole moto because timing scoring was completely jacked. Like, I was in top 21 lap, I was in 28th the other lap, and then I was in 22nd. Like, it was just, it was no no fault to the mechanic or anything like that. Like, they just had everything jumbled up terribly. Don't worry, like, we um, had no idea what was going on either. Kev's it was like, this is weird, I'm not getting passed <laughs> by anyone, but somehow I'm in 28th now. <laughs> it was terrible yesterday. Say that again. I said Sorry, it was, you guys are talking over each other. Uh, I said it was terrible yesterday. Like, don't worry. We also had no idea what the fuck was going on with anyone. 
Yeah. So that's yeah. That's how Moto One went. Um, I got a, I was up there pretty decent at the beginning, and that those first two laps were just a little bit more hectic than what I would have liked as far as people going down and then me having to jump out of lines, going to different lines, hitting people. It was just wild. So I ended up pumping up pretty quick and then suffering for like eight minutes before I kind of got my, my flow back and then started picking off some people. So that was kind of unfortunate. I uh, was ready to go for Moto2, and then, yeah, I got a flat tire, flat rear, five laps into the Moto. Sick. Wow. Yeah, super fun. I, dude, I, I tried to call you yesterday, after, like a little while after the races, because I like didn't know you had a flat tire, and I was like, man, he DNF'd. That's not good. I was just like, oh, the motor grenaded finally. Yeah. What What's the deal with the motor? Because I saw that there's something coming up in the vlog. What, what happened with the motor? Yeah, dude. So there's more to it. So, oh, man, it was a very stressful day. It seems like every Friday is a stressful day for Kev. But uh, so you know how those three bolts were stripped out more or less on the clutch cover, right? Yes. We helicoiled those, fixed that in 15 minutes. Solid. Good to go. Happy camper. Putting a new clutch in because I was like, you know, we just got done with Southwick. Might as well put a new clutch in. Put, you know, uh, oil the plates or the fibers and everything, then put everything in and I'm putting the pressure plate that like holds all the steels and fibers in and sure is sure enough. One of those bolts is stripped too. So then I can't continue (laughs) to torque those because one is not torquing. So then I have to take everything out, take the clutch hub off, have to run around like a chicken with its head cut off, trying to find a clutch hub to use. Finally found a clutch hub put that all in, put the clutch back in, put it all back together, and then start doing all the normal bike work. So the tires, the oil, the graphics, all that stuff. So it was a long day Friday. You wouldn't know what to do if you had a normal Friday where you just changed the oil, put no, the I tires on, this and is, we're like, all right, we're cool. He's like, this is this is weird. I, I yeah, I, I would love that, though. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Kev. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so um, you had you had a family helping you out this weekend, right? Like with staying yes. with them and so, stuff? There's a lot of people that were involved this weekend. So I had Benny Boss's old mechanic. uh, So his name's Corey. He was helping me wrench, more or less. Then I had, um, there's two family, or actually three families that are involved. There's family that I was staying with that were kind of working the, uh, at uh, Millville. So one was being a flagger, like I think one was watching their kid. Um, Or... I don't know. They were helping out at Millville more or less. So I was able to stay with them. They're like 45 minutes away from the track. So it worked perfect. Um, then I had a, another family or a husband and wife that came in and they were more or less like helping hands. Uh, so we put the, one of them in a headset to talk to Corey. And then his wife was doing some like video stuff. Cause we didn't have a videographer at the, the time, like at the beginning of the day, to be honest. Um, and then, there's another couple, husband and wife, same situation, just kind of helping hands, bouncing between Jordan Jarvis and I, just helping out kind of deal. So we put uh, him in a, a headset as well. So we had a little group of three there. So that was solid. Everybody else was kind of doing video stuff. And then a little bit later in the day, end of quality two, Insignia, which is the guy that he's Insignia screen printing. He did all my merch and everything that we just dropped. He lives 15 minutes away from uh, Millville. And he used to have a videographer kind of video background. So he brought his camera out and actually proceeded to get good footage, like a vlog or like a video person. Um, so he was part of the program as well. So there's a 
there was a whole handful of people on top of Dave and Lisa who had the red line trailer there helping. Sick. All for you, Kev. All, All for, for you. you. All for you, buddy. Big pr- big program going on. Big here. production. Big production quality. Indeed. You know, getting the fans involved. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is uh you got set is Tom Cooper wrenching for you the rest of the year here? Say that again? Is Tom Cooper wrenching for you the rest of the year? He told me the other day he was thinking about doing a few more rounds. Uh, I mean, he's more than welcome to. We just got to figure that out. <laughs> well, I told him he could go to Iron Man with us. Yeah, 100%. Like, the biggest thing for me right now is just figuring out the, unless he's got his own places to stay in these places, a lot of these places I'm kind of like, whether I'm staying with a family or whatnot, like, I don't really know if I have a plus one. So that's what's kind of difficult. Got it. Got it. Yeah, Tom doesn't so, really know that most of the time. Out, but I am, I'd be more than happy to have him help out because that way it'd be a little bit more consistent. Yeah, I don't know. He was telling me about a few rounds he was trying to go to, so I don't know. We'll see. It's Tom Cooper. You probably won't know until like 15 minutes before, to be honest with you. And then it was still okay. Yeah, that's no joke. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. So uh, we're flying to Washougal here. Yes. Sick. Are we, where are we practicing this week? Say that again? Where are you practicing this week? Um, as of right now, I plan on riding at Benny Bloss's on Tuesday. Sick. Yep. Awesome. Justin, so you got... good. And then... Go ahead. And no, I was asking Justin if he had any questions here. Look, man, you finally got inside the top 20. I know that you want to be closer to the, you know, 12 to 15 range and stuff, but that's an improvement. That's a good thing. Uh, Travis, tell me what he just said, because I can hear you a little bit better. He he said you finally got in the top twenty, so we're making improvements, which is awesome. So I'm not one hundred percent sure about that. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking timing hell. and scoring is so messed up, like I still don't know, but I don't think that's correct. So what did he what did he think? <laughs> so about? what so like the results aren't official yet or what? I have no idea. Oh. Great. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Kudos but I, I, hey, I, I don't, don't worry. We can't watch the fucking shit on the streaming service. Riders don't know what place Riders they Riders don't know what place they got. Like, do you know what, what happened to timing and scoring? Did they tell you guys or? No, I have zero idea. I just know it was kind of a frenzy when we were all lining up for Moto2, where everybody was lining up at. Wow. MX Sports. Never change. Yeah, they just had the top five. That was it. Yeah, that was that it. was crazy. Then we know who too. the top five is, but we don't know who anybody else is. Yeah, Kev, I know you don't watch the broadcast, but literally on the broadcast, uh, like at the end, they usually show the top twenty, and then like before the second moto, they usually show who finished in the top twenty or whatever. They literally just put the top five on the screen, and that was it. Yikes! Well, that was like that's for, the only people that they know where they finished. Well, that was like two fifties. They had Justin Cooper in like thirteenth, and they had Max Volan go from when Joe passed him in fourth. They had him in eighteenth. Sick. They were like, "How the hell did Max lose that many spots in a lap?" Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, it was, was a good great. day. It was great. So, what's the? Uh, yeah, man. Oh, go ahead. It's a mess. Yeah, it is. So, so is is the motor? good now like we've fixed everything yes. that's stripped so far and we should be good to go indeed okay motor good. rips once again did we get a new motor or ktm's being fucking stingy still no nope, we got shot down pretty hard on the new motor situation fuck you roger DeCoster. Fucking roger oh sorry did i say that out loud god damn damn it i'm bad at this 
Well, I'm terrible at this. Now we can't give him Noren's bike either because Noren's riding. So. Yeah, this is a pain in the ass. So, all right. Well, Justin, anything else? No, man. Just good to see him in the top 20. Like I said, I know he wants to be closer to that 12 to 15, but, you know, if he did get in the top 20, hopefully. We're making improvements. <laughs> making improvements. Marginal improvements. Oh, oh, I do have one question. I okay. Know I don't know if he's going to do this. How many times did you and Walker hook up on the track again? Oh, yeah. You and your boy Walker. How many times did you guys battle? <laughs> Dude, I, I watched him absolutely plant himself on lap one in Moto One. Ooh. Where did that happen? It was Mount Martin. At the very bottom of Mount Martin, he came in <laughs> so hot and just jumped it. Wow, Look, Jeff, maybe he drank a bang before and he just forgot what he was doing. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty intense, dude. Cade and Clayson and I had uh, an all time battle in Moto One uh, because he was coming by me and like he was coming up on me pretty early in the moto. And I could hear, and I was like, I have no idea who that is. And I felt him get, like, a good drive up Mount Martin. So when we hit that first little double, I, I was like, I'm going to look over because I'm going to see who the hell this is. I look over, and Kate's just staring me down. He's looking right at me. So then I started laughing kind of. We go up the hill, and then he – because he obviously had a better drive. So I'm hooting and hollering at him in the next couple corners. And then that next lap, I come around the Chatapult. I go wide, and I get more of a drive. So I kind of scrub the chatapult and I wave at him as I pass him back. And then, yeah, I kind of left him a little bit after that. So, <laughs> I, I waved know, at so him. so much fun. That's awesome. Should have been like, hey, man. Yeah, it was, it was sick. You remember Seattle? <laughs> yeah, you should have flipped him the bird is what you should have done. You'd be like, you, you remember <laughs> nah, Seattle? Kate and I are cool. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. So, uh, All right, buddy. Yeah, it was fun. Well, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Maybe one day we'll get this phone thing figured out and you'll be able to hear us again. That yeah. would be fucking cool. Yeah, for real. So, but it's all good. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Well, you have a good week. We will uh, talk to you after Washougal this week here. Good luck. Yep. All righty. Sounds like a plan. All right. Later, buddy. Stay bad. All right. All right. Kevin Moran's, everybody. Thinks he got 19th, but who fucking knows? Who Maybe fucking knows? All we know is the top five. Yeah. What dude, a, Jesus. MX Sports never, never change. change. Fuck off, Tim TV, Cotter. TV, fucking whatever. Jamie anyway. Coombs, Tim Cotter, suck a... Whatever. Yep. Anyway. By the way... Oh, boy. Here we go. If we see Davey mm-hmm. at Iron Man... Which we saw him literally the first fucking day last year. <laughs> yeah. We also saw him at Red Bun. Yeah. Uh... I want to stop him and ask him because me and Matt Mitchell were arguing the other day about how the TV thing works. So my understanding of how the TV thing worked is that MX Sports buys the TV time, but then they get to sell the advertising. I think you're correct on that. And Matt was telling me that that's not what Weege said. So I don't know. So I, so no, I'm gonna get no it, I'm gonna get it direct from the horse's mouth. No offense, but Weege is not gonna. We just employed by. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna. Chris, ask, Chris would be the guy to. Uh, you if I see Davy, I'm gonna ask. Yeah, I was about to say you could just ask Chris. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Davy, you fat." Fo-. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna say that. Davy, no, that's Tim Cotter. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just, look. I'm just gonna be like, Davy, I have a question for you, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, fuck you. He's you guys like, are fucking idiots." He's like, "Fuck off." You're not and I'm gonna be you. like, "Yes, yes, we are." But that doesn't mean you don't have to answer my question. Yeah, dick. Anyway, anyway. Um, moving on. Okay, World Supercross. So we got two more teams announced this week here. Uh, so we have the Firepower Honda and the Club MX team. Yep. So as I kind of alluded to, Club MX will be out of outdoors by 2024. Yep. So that's interesting. I didn't. I didn't see Club being a team. That's that was an interesting one to me. No, that was not one I saw. 
especially when you uh, hear the interview that Brandon Haas uh, had earlier this year when he was talking about how they spent about half a million dollars of their own money just to go racing. Yeah, but so here's the funny thing, though. In the most recent interview on Pulp where he was talking, um, did did you listen to that? No, I, I, he, I so I didn't listen to the full interview. It, so, so it doesn't surprise me to the extent that he was basically saying he's like, Dude, we don't we don't get any extra money from any of our sponsors to go race outdoors. No, you don't. It has to be built into our budget yeah. that we are getting. He's like, we get it for Supercross. So it really doesn't surprise me in that sense because they're actually going to get paid to go to these World Supercross rounds by the fucking sanctioning body. And I'm also going to uh, I'm going to guess that when they go and do World Supercross and they probably end up being the team for a lot of these Yamaha guys to go and ride for. Unless Yamaha or Star, unless Bobby Regan, which we know that's a possibility, decides to go fund it himself. Yeah. Um, and also, when you have a guy like Jeremy Martin on your team, it's kind of like the J- not comparing the two, but it's kind of be like going to be like what JGR had Stu. JGR, like they had JG, they had Josh Summy, they had Cody Cooper, they had some guys that were you know big names, but not over the top. Well, not Jeremy Martin. You have Jeremy Martin, a perennial champion. Anytime he's in the two fifty class. I almost have to feel like club is going to eventually start getting some help from Yamaha, like some oh, money yeah. to go do a lot more things. And they're never, ever going to be on the level of star racing. But I feel especially say Jeremy go wins, goes and wins a championship for them next year. Who knows? Uh, Yamaha is going to be looking and going, hmm, maybe we should start floating some cash that way. I bet they're going to get some cash floated that way because they're going to get it floated for World Supercross. Which means it's going to lead to they're going to get bigger names. But here's what I think, too. So they're going World Supercross. So Lopes is on that team. Tilly doesn't want to be at this point. Yeah. Because they're they're going to want that world flair with Lopes being there. Um, Yeah, I don't know outside of that. I mean, I just I don't see no offense to these guys. So that means next year your team is going to be four fifties is going to be uh, just go Marchbanks for Supercross and Outdoors, and then Phil four fifty Outdoors. But it's going to be Marchbanks four fifty, Phil Lopes, J Mart, Theory, and Owen. Oh, Theory will be on the team then too yeah, because of German. the German. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so they got their two fifty slots filled. Yeah. So here's the thing though: who are they going to go four fifty? Because let's face it, I don't see Phil wanting to be a world traveler. Marchbanks probably. But just is, depends on if he's he the kind of guy that you want to see that you see being a world traveler, though. I mean, if he fucking keeps if he rides like he did at Daytona before he had the bike issue for Supercross, I think that you're. Yeah, but you, I'm asking, do you think he oh, wants to be? Um, and he's not going to be. He's not going to be on the 250. The theory and theory. No, he'll and, be 450. He's 450. Lopes, yeah, yeah, he's 450 full time. Um, uh, man, I would think so. I mean, maybe he's a, I don't he's know. A young kid, like it's not like he. Why would he say no to world traveling? At I this don't point? know. He's not been know. around long enough. I don't know. Which really makes you wonder what is going to happen with J Mart. Is J Mart going to want to go do world supercross? Nope. That's another interesting part of the puzzle. Then, but I don't too. think J Mart's got too many years left in his career either. I mean, Big Al retired this year. Yeah. J Mart hasn't exactly had it easy here. No, J Mart has definitely had a lot of injuries. But the difference between J Mart and Al is, is J Mart's a cha- like a contender every time he races, yeah. whereas A Mart hasn't really been anything since TLD. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but that's an interesting one. But then and the, and the Honda team, though, the Honda team is super interesting because of what I pointed out to you here. Well, and there, have you seen? You know their lineup, right? Have you seen their lineup? No. What they're going with. So their lineup for World Supercross is Max and Wilson Todd on two fifties. And Kenny and Dino 450. Interesting. 
super. So uh, you have your your two Euro guy, well, yeah. Euro guys in Dino and and well, actually you have all of Euros. All they're all Euros. Because yeah. Max is Britain, Dino's fucking Canadian, Scottish, whatever. Kenny's German and Wilson Todd's Australian. Yeah. So you actually have the perfect fucking team for World Supercross. But we talked about this too with them. If you look at it, it's not firepower Honda on the no. World Supercross. No, 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 it's no. Honda Genuine, which we talked about before the show, makes it leads us to believe that this is the first OEM to really step well, into you, this. You also got to think too, the reason why that was even an availability is because the guy that runs Firepower that put that thing together is the <laughs> dude who had the muck-off team. Yeah, yeah. So that dude already yeah. has pull. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, that makes sense that it's actually going to be Honda genuine mm-hmm. whatever, which... Which well, makes me believe it's like Honda Worldwide. is and Honda, here, and or, here's the thing. Know, Honda Factory is sponsoring And, and also, here's the thing. That's the perfect transition point for... Jet, Hunter, mm-hmm. Chase. I don't even know about Co- Chase, but well, whatever. But Chase, I, mean, I think they they'll keep probably. America. But Jet and Hunter be like, hey, oh yeah, for or sure. or the talk that I made the comment to you about Myrtle with Hymas. Oh yeah, hey, huh. there you go. Yep. So it's all actually starting to come together a little bit more. Pu- the- <laughs> We're starting to understand. We really are. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, we still don't know all the details. Yeah. But like, we. Two weeks ago, when we were having this conversation, we were like, I don't fucking know anything. No. And now you're like, it's starting to make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the only ones really left are... Well, it's starting to make sense with Honda. The rest of the OEMs, who fucking knows? Yeah, but... Is so, there even a team that's out there that said they're going to be KTM or any of the Austrians yet? No, that was just about to bring that up. The Austrian brand's the only one. So, Kawasaki is pretty much going to be Bud Racing. Yep. Bud Racing is going to handle the Kawasaki side. OE for Honda. Club MX, we assume, unless Bobby Regan wants to do something with Yamaha. Yeah, but isn't there another Yamaha team? Yeah, there's the the CDR team. Yeah. The so. CDR team, but I don't want to speak for anybody that has any affiliation with that, but I'm going to assume that the CDR team is going to be more just Euro-based dudes. Okay. You're not really... Not, not that Craig Dak is going to do anything against Americans. That's not what I'm implying, but like... CDR, is, I don't ever see an American riding for that team. Okay. That's just my opinion, knowing the history around it. But maybe I'm proved wrong. Yeah. I know Luke Clout is going to be the first fucking guy. If, like, hey, I want to go ride. Craig's like, fuck, yeah, you are. Um, But an Austrian shit, I have no idea. Yeah, I have that's not heard a damn that thing. We haven't seen an Austrian and team yet. We know that HEP is going to be the Suzuki. Suzuki, yep. So world. we kind of have an idea everything outside of the Austrian brands. Yep. So... Which, maybe they just might be like, well, we're not doing it. Maybe. I don't know, know. KTM sucks. Well, they're they're hard in MotoGP, so they're not pulling their money out of no, MotoGP like no, Suzuki. No, so. no, 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 no. Um, all right. And transitioning to the last thing here. So, MXON. Um, so, two things. Number one. It's down to Craig and Barsha. Craig and Barsha. Although, did you see? Did, did you hear the interview with Craig where he's like, look, man. I'll do it if they want me to. Like if so, a 250 shows up and they're like, hey, so go start a, riding outdoors on it, I'll do it. He, he goes, and you know what? If it's between me and Barsha and they, they really can't decide, he's like, yo, let's go to GPF and me and Barsha can do a 30-minute moto. Best man wins. Here's the thing, and I started thinking about this. So if we're gonna, we're not going to go on because we know that Christian didn't have the greatest 250 outdoor career. It just mm-hmm. not going to get into it. His style has never fit 250 outdoors. He did go 4.6 for fourth at Redbud one year. He did. That was a long time ago. That was a long time. But that's ago. not my point. That's a, actually I'm trying to I'm trying to go against that point. We talk about with Barsha on the 250F, perfect style for it. But then you got to start thinking about okay, so you start thinking about how the MX of Nations works. 
the Euro guys, teams over in America provide, or if they go over different countries, the f- existing teams provide bikes for the factory dudes. So, like, Star will help out with bikes for, like, Jeremy Sewer and Glenn Koldenhoff. Mm-hmm. And Mitch at Pro Circuit helps out for Joe's own guy. But Roman Fevra, you know, who, so on and so forth. So it wouldn't be a big deal with the fact that if Barsha goes with Gas Gas, Gas Gas has their guys because they're going to be supporting Prado. Mm-hmm. Supporting Prado, I'm going to assume Guadagnini and uh, Simon Langenfelder. Yamaha Star is going to have Eli and all the fucking 9 million Yamaha people. And then you're going to have Chase and Honda. Here's something I didn't think about until this, until this whole thing came up yesterday. How much easier would it be that you're already going to have one Yamaha American have another in Christian? Now you even have more continuity, because we know that is the biggest thing, of having two star guys instead of, oh, we have each guy is on a different team. And I know that people are like, oh, that doesn't make a big difference. It kind of does, mm-hmm. because you have two guys under the same tent. The continuity, as far as that's going to go, because here's the thing people want to talk about with, with Eli and Chase. The 250 score, historically, has been the deciding factor mm-hmm. because we know they're always going to get the first gate pick. And let's be honest, that star Yamaha is going to be the best fucking 250 option as far as we're going to give you the first gate pick. You need to get the fucking start. That's mm-hmm. going to be the better option than that. Ga- no offense to that gas gas bike. It's not the star Yamaha. Yep. So even though you would look at it and go, yeah, Barsha's a no-fucking-brainer. You know he's going to give his heart. He's going to take people out. He rides that 250 well. Not so fast. I feel like there's something to having Christian, both star guys, under the same tent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The continuity. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, man. Because let's face it, we don't have a Team USA tent. No. Because that's, and that, nobody, nobody has a team actual like country yeah. tent. Because do, it just doesn't work that way with the logistics of everything. So... The more and more I think about it, man, I almost feel like maybe Eli, Ch- Christian, and Chase. But here comes the monkey wrench. Oh, boy. Here we go. There is a rumor going out. Oh, boy. And you're going to fucking, unless you've already heard this, but I assume by your look on your face, you haven't. When I say this, you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's a rumor that there's a fourth guy that's on the 250 that's being considered. And you're never going to guess who it is. Chase Sexton. Fucking Chase Sexton. That's the stupidest fucking thing ever. Why would you take the number two 450 guy? I want you to explain that to me because me and all my infinite knowledge of motocross is going, why would you do that? I don't know. I, I, saw that I did see that and I'm like, but see, here's what the thing? in the fuck? Who? Here's when I saw that. I'm like, no fucking way. That's the dumbest thing ever. He's the, he's our best. We have not had two solid 450 guys like this since Dungy RV. No disrespect to some of the other teams we've had. Mm-hmm. We have not had two fucking 1A, 1B 450 guys in a long time since yeah. Dungeon Villapoto, the last fucking time we won it. But then I saw the comment that, and I know people like to hate on this dude, that he's a dumbass and he kisses ass, but they have a little bit of pull. Michael Lindsay even made the comment that goes, we're thinking that Chase Sexton actually might be the 250 guy. And then I'm going, well, who the fuck is going to be the 450 dude then? Yeah. Are we sending fucking Eli, Chase, and Christian? Because Ando now we found out is having surgery, so he's out. Yeah. What the fuck is that? If Chase Sexton, which no offense to Chase, is having one of the best seasons he's ever had, let's be real, he sucked on a 250 outdoors. And I know he'll never see this, and I know that I'm not the biggest Chase supporter. I like the kid. 
But even he would tell you, yeah, I really wasn't that fucking good no, on a somebody tuna ask, piña. Somebody asked him in something I listened to this week, and he was not pumped. He was not pumped. He's like, ah, I don't really want to do that. And I, it's stupid to do that. Why would you do that? I don't know. That, I don't have any idea. If we, because here's the thing, they really, and I know you heard it on the broadcast, they're really trying to, they really tried to lock down yesterday. They want to know. They want to have an answer from one of these 450 dudes by the time we go to Unadilla. Yeah. Because at the latest, they said Bud's Creek, but they're like, look, we need to have this because Unadilla is when we do the whole yeah. Team USA intro because we want to have you guys riding the bikes like they did at Crawfordsville that one year when mm-hmm. Zach and uh, who was it? it was, Covington couldn't go. They had his bike there, but it was Zach, Covington, and um, Sealy. Yeah. They want to do like the team presentation at Crawfordsville yeah. or yeah. Bola. Mm-hmm. If Chase Sexton goes on a 250, it's such a stupid. Once fucking again, move. we're gonna be fucking dumbasses, and mm-hmm. we're just we just lost. Yeah, we we just fucking lost because this transitions over into our next little MX of Nations tidbit, and I brought this up last week, but now it has been confirmed. Jet Lawrence will be officially on a MX one at MX of Nations with him, Hunter Lawrence, and Mitch Evans, who is Timmy G's uh, teammate mm-hmm. over on Team Honda. I thought it was gonna be Aaron Tanti. Apparently, they wanted an all-Honda group, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Kind of like the continuity. Hey, we're all on the same bike. Yep. So, And then we could actually literally be all under the same tent at that point. Yep. Because Tanti rides Yamaha. He yep. rides for CDR. But, yeah, if Chase goes on a 250, oh, that so just killed. That j- literally, we're. I'll be so fucking mad. So fucking mad. Because, like, dude, once again, this is our best chance in a long time. Yep. Literally our best chance that we're going to have for a while because I don't see a situation where we're going to have anybody else for a while mm-hmm. that we could have these three solid of dudes. And here's the crazy thing. Even as good as our chances, it's still not a fucking guarantee because there's some really strong other teams, especially with the French team right now, and if Hurlings comes back. But this is our best chance, and we decide to go shoot ourselves in the fucking foot, and we mm-hmm. send Chase Sexton yeah. on a goddamn 250. I mean, don't get me wrong. My, my number one is Barsha. Because I think he'll ride that 250 like a fucking monster. But do you monster. see what I'm saying about the continuity? Like, do you see? Do you agree I, that there's I, I validity? Understand, I understand that. Do you yeah. agree that there's validity to that? And, and again, Craig would be my second pick. Yeah. He's having a great outdoor season. He's not the best on a 250 outdoors. Yeah. But he rode a 250 in Supercross. Yeah. So at least he's used to that bike. I mean, he literally just came off one. I mean, Sexton's, and it's not, and it's, Sexton's three years removed from riding a 250. And he's a lot bigger than Christian. He's a, he's lot, a bigger. lot He's a lot bigger. Yeah. I'm going to assume that boy's pushing close to 180 pounds now. Yeah. I mean, it's all muscle, but it still it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. That Honda 250 is fast, but 180 pounds is 180 pounds on yeah. a 250F. And now you're talking about a Red Bud. Yeah. You know they're going to rip the fuck out of it. Dude, he'd be lucky to be 30th going into the first turn. Yeah. I'm sorry. Jet and Hunter have been getting six starts. Chase probably has a good 30 pounds on those boys. Yeah. He ain't getting no fucking start at Red Bud on no. a 250F. And then you know he ain't... There goes the chance of getting the leap. Yeah. He ain't fucking hucking the leap. No. So, if right now, I agree, Barsha, if you would look at styles, but I think the continuity thing. But let's talk about, before we wrap this up, the fact now that I brought this up to you last week. It was just a rumor. Now it's confirmed. Jet is 450. Started thinking about this for that, that third and final moto, MX1, MX3. And I'm just going hypothetical because, I God, I pray that Chase is on that 450. You're looking at... Eli Chase, Jet, probably Hurlings Koldenoff, Fevra, Tim Geyser, Jeremy Sewer, Paul's Jonas. So when Jet goes out and puts 30 seconds on all these boys, then you have no. to go generational no, okay, talent. Okay, okay, so 100%, I want you to take your Jet Lawrence fan cap off, and I literally want you to be logical right now. I know that Jet is going to have a good showing. 
Realistically, though, seriously, I want you to be 100% objective right now. What do you actually think he's going to get? He's going to be on the box. Dude, I don't know about that. He's going to be on the box. You think he's going to be Eli Chase, Hurlings, and Tim Geyser? Yep. How? He's Jet Lawrence. It doesn't fucking matter. He's a matter. fucking generational talent. No, I still think you're, you're being a fanboy right now. There's no fucking way. He's not beating Eli and Chase the way they're riding, and if he's not going to beat Eli and Chase the way they're riding right now, he's certainly not going to beat Hurlings or Tim Geyser. Because if you're saying that you think he's going to be on the box... First off, you're being very optimistic that Timmy G is going to be in that race. He's going he's gonna, to... Look, the Slovenian <laughs> very team... Very optimistic. The Slovenian team is not great, but the last time they showed up, he, they did make the motos. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, now you're talking about Timmy G. <sighs> Jeremy Sewer also, by the way, is coming on strong. But the thing about Jeremy Sewer is, is he scares me a lot. He crashes. Glenn Koldenhoff is Mr. MX of Nations. Yeah. Who are you taking... Who is he beating? Who, who is he beating? I mean, pretty much all of them. It's, he's a generational talent Dude, here. okay. I, I want you to be objective right now. I want I, you to I, take the... Dude, I am. He's going to be on the box. Who's he going to beat? I don't, I don't know. Who are you taking I, off? I, honestly, I don't know. I don't think... Like, I don't have a great answer for that, but I have a hard so time... I want, so I want you to... So be, seeing him since, not on the box. Okay, so since we got a little bit, follow that... Like Coach like to say, follow that thread of thought. Why do you think, just because he's Jet Lawrence, he's going to be on the box? You're talking about four dudes right now that have way more experience than him on a 450, riding a 450, in that position, and now you're talking about Eli and Chase, who just had an insane battle and proved how much better they are than everybody else. I mean, to me, it, it's a it's a situation of, of... Oh, and you're also talking about Prado. I totally just forgot about Prado. To, to me, it's a situation of youthful exuberance on top of a generational talent. Like, but the youthful exuberance bites people every, at the Nations, though. Everyone else, yes, but... Jet knows how to control that youthful exuberance. We've seen it week in and week Here's out. Here's the difference, That's though. That's why we've won a, six out of seven. But it's a 250. Now you're talking, and now you're looking at an Australian yeah. team. So that now it- he doesn't even have to wring the neck of this fucking thing. No, no, thing. no, no. It's fucking now you're amazing. Ta- now you're talking about now you're racing with the big boys. Mm-hmm. Now you're also talking about that Australian team has a really good shot to possibly win this thing if Mitch Evans holds up his end of the deal and he's getting better. You talk about him and his his maturity. Having the weight of your whole fucking country to win the MX of Nations, which yeah, you've I'm never not sure done. That bothers Jet. It's Hunt, gonna, Hunter, it might get to. I don't see it bothering Jet. You, see, now you're giving Jet way too much credit. Yeah, There's, I'm giving the, him the correct amount here. Generational yeah. talent. I mean, this is like a this, this is the only. I mean, this is like a stew thing coming in. It's not, but see, this, it's it's not though because Stu, his first 450 race was not MX of Nations. There's yeah, a bit. You, see, this this is where I I will throw a little bit of shade at you. You talked about how the MX of Nations has gone away. The the the. But this is the perfect. But this is this not. Is, this is the perfect race because guess what? It means fucking nothing. No 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 no. His you're career. Wrong, you're wrong, you're his career is not th- defined by this. It means this. nothing as far as Americans go. Everyone. It means everything to Australia. Everyone thinks Australia has a good shot at doing well this year. They have a better they, they have, have a better than the a good Hunter shot. Brothers and what's his name? Mitch Evans. But yes. at the same time, if Australia goes out and they don't do anything, it doesn't matter. And on top of that, it, do, it this has no bearing on Jet's career. So he's like, dude, this is sweet. I get to ride a fucking 450. I, I get disagree. to go with all these guys. It's on a track I know, so I'm not even going to Europe in some weird country and some weird track somewhere that I haven't rode in fucking 10 years, whatever. I got to disagree with It's a perfect with thing. I on top disa- of that, he's, I gotta start, disagree. he's riding the 450 on the brake. I got to disagree with you about the, the Australia not meaning anything. 
I got to disagree with you. And you know why? Perfect example is what we heard with Chad came over the intercom at Redbud. Yeah, but Chad's practice. old school, and Chad's got that fucking Australian But you're talking pride. about a guy, you're talking about Australian Federation said, no, you're not good enough. Well, you can talk about Chad how... Chad Reed, he's 38 years you old. You can talk about how with Chad, it doesn't mean to, to him it's not a big deal, but you don't think the, the pressure of Australia as a country and his fans, that's, that, that's real. That's real. This is where I talk about, I'm going to throw a little bit of shade at you. To the Americans, it's not as a big a deal. People over here, to the GP guys, it's a big deal. You're also going to have a GP teammate in Mitch Evans who is going to want to go there and win. And now you're talking about how all these Australian fans, there's going to be some weight on his shoulder. Maybe it doesn't crack him, but I don't think you're giving enough credit to the fact that all week leading up to this race, all he is going to hear from the Australian people is, dude, go fucking win it for us. Go win it for us. He's never had that before. Yeah, it's a it, it's Jet. He'll be chill. He won't even be. <clears throat> he, I'll tell you right there. I'll stamp the shit right now. If all those dudes are in that final moto and and it's a normal normal MX of Nations race, no fucking mud shit from last year. He's not even top five. He is going to get spanked that so fucking a, hard. Oh, that's it's bold not bold. Move. It's not bold that's at all. Very bold. It's not bold at all because you're talking about Tim Geyser who's going to win at four G four four fifty. World Championships. Eli is going to be on his fourth one. Chase Sexton has his best career. Hurlings is the fastest man in the planet outdoors. And then now you're talking about Prado, who gets better starts than anybody. But at the same time, let me sit over here and just counteract. Who fucking cares? At uh, that at that point, the GP guys. Everybody expects like at that G- point. But at the that GP point, guys care. Is anybody going to see that result and go, oh? No, no, oh, no, I can't believe he did no, that. No, no, I can't no. believe he was 10th in that race. That's not what Look I'm saying. Look at this line of names that beat him. It's That's like, not what I'm saying. It, I'm not talking about his I'm not talking about his career. It's only upside. I'm talking about you saying that he's going to be on the box. It's only upside. We only if he have goes out and, vibes. If he goes out and gets the box, yes. I'm not talking about this. He might gonna, win by 30 seconds. He won't. No. He might win by 30 seconds. And no. then we're all going to be like, holy shit. Generation. Then Daniel no. Blair is going to be able to fucking really mark this one And what's going to happen if he goes out? What happens if he goes out and he absolutely struggles? Then what the fuck does anybody care? It's his first race on a 450. He's you, been you, focused you, on you this You say generational talent would he's actually been, be able to go out and win. He's been focused on this 250 title. You can say generational and talent. And then everybody's going to point it like, look at what Ricky did. What do you mean what Ricky did? He didn't win his first outdoor race, did he? Yeah. On a big bike? Did yeah. he? Yeah. So Ricky won everything on a big bike. Eh, that's true. That's no, no, you could, okay. Let's go to Stu. You could okay. Stu didn't win it. No, Stu didn't. No, Ricky was a freaking. But agent. you could say a generational talent would be able to win his first outdoor race on a four fifty. Stu was a generational talent, wasn't he? He was, and he did not win his first no, big he didn't. bike race. You're, so you are absolutely are. correct. I'm just, I'm not talking about his career. And on top of that, Stu's first big bike race was not MXO, MXON, which yeah. nobody gives a shit about. You keep it saying it does that, not bear any. It okay. The Americans nobody gives don't a care. shit about is wrong. It does not hold any bearing on your career. The Ameri- the okay, so here's where you're right and where you're wrong. You're right as far as nowadays the industry doesn't, with the fans it does. Like I said, it doesn't hold any bearing on his career. It's just like, oh, okay, so he went to MXON. If they he never stuck win- him on a four fifty. If he never wins one, though, it will. Well, if he goes to if more, never wins an MXON. Yes. Oh no, not not coming from Australia. No way. Yeah. No, it will. It will. It will have. It will have a bearing on his career. If he continues to have the trajectory Australia that he's going, is not a motocross powerhouse that's expected to win MXON. Pretty much any year, right? You this got, year is uh, like their best bet to be he, on the fucking box. Here, here's where the fact that you have re-entered the sport in 2014, where I have to prove <sighs> you wrong. Chad Reed and Brett Metcalf were on the same team a lot of times when Brett Metcalf was top three in the points. Yeah, in the, over here, when Chad Reed won a 450 championship, he was over here. When Andrew McFarlane was top ten over here, 
It's not true. Australia has just been away from it for a long mm-hmm. time because there are a lot of their guys. Now there's this resurgence of Australian people. If Jet continues on this trajectory and he keeps getting picked more and more, because that's like here. I don't know if you know the stat. Eli's never won an MX of Nations. I know. Okay. Eli has openly said that is the one thing on his career that bothers him. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by the people in the industry, not so much. There isn't an active rider today. Oh, Ryan Dungey. That's won yeah. an MXON. Ryan, du- yeah, you want to know what? The last the time Ryan Dungey won an MX of Nations is because fucking Ryan Villapoto won it for him. Yeah. So you are correct in the sense that the industry over here may not, but it will be a reflection on his career if he continues on this trajectory, but then every time he goes to the MX of Nations and he can't put it together. So I will have to agree and disagree with you in the same sense. All I'm saying is is that it's way too fan-driven if anybody actually believes he's going to get on the box if all those dudes are there. I just think minimally we get a top five. Mm, that's more likely. Box, though, I likely, just... We, likely we're on the box, and, does, and I will be sitting here talking in this monotone voice, not shocked, that he wins. No. He can't beat Hurlings. He can't beat Eli. He can't beat Tim Geyser. He can maybe beat Chase. See, can't's a strong word. No, it's a fact. He's not the not fastest say, man. I prefer to not say can't. He's I at, prefer to say it might be unlikely, but I think it'll win. Here's the thing. It's going to happen. He's been beating his own class in the 250s in the motos this year. Tim Geyser pretty much has won everything this year. He might go 3-4 and get the overall in the class. No, you can't do that. He you might. You can't go 3-4 because you have your teammate. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, I think it'll be fine. Top five, probably on the box. Nope. Nope. I give a 15% chance we win. Top five is the best you're looking at and more likely like eighth. Dude, we're just going to yank a whole shot and just run away. Nope. Because he's, he's, also, he's not getting a start over just, Jorge Prado. Just let Hurlings and, and Tomac battle for second behind Here's the thing him. Too. And Hurl- when they close in to, within a second, then we're just going to fucking... Turn the heat up, pull back away for like you're two seconds. You're being way too fan-driven right Fucking now if you actually believe that Jet Lawrence is faster killer, than Killer, bro. You're being way too fan-driven. Generational if- talent. We Jeff- should call Daniel Blair. He would have a hot take on this. I think even Daniel Blair would be hard-pressed if you could get him to, even off the record, say that Jet Lawrence is faster out- outdoors yeah. than Jeffrey Hurlings. I don't think you could find a person in the industry that would say a healthy Jeffrey Hurlings and even the best version of Jet Lawrence outdoors, outdoors, Jet Lawrence is going to beat Jeffrey Hurlings. Yeah, we'll see. Because the difference is between Jeffrey and Jet, and I've said this plenty of times, and it's the last thing I'll say before we stop, stop the show, Jeffrey Hurlings will arrow himself into the ground to win a singular moto. J- anytime. I'm not sure he'll do that anymore. Not now. Because he, he, he did have that. To. He did that. Didn't get, go well. He was paralyzed for a while. Didn't yeah. like it. He also won a wasn't a big fan. Also won a world championship last year. I'm just saying he was not a big fan no, no, of doing he, that. He wasn't. He so wasn't. I think he's over that little point of his life. Also, Jet might get taken out for the first time in his career. Also in in MX of Nations. Nah. Yeah. Maybe. No, he's. I feel. I feel like he's gonna have a target. You're on under. His back. You're. You're not crediting his racecraft enough. He's very crafty. He hasn't raced the GP dudes in a long time. He's There's a, a crafty veteran at the age of 18. <laughs> against, crafty veteran. Against dipshit Americans. Crafty veteran. Against Americans. Came and, from came from Europe, bro. Yeah, when he was riding in 85. He, he never came, rode a big bike in Europe. Came from Europe. Yeah, he also never rode a big bike in Europe. People don't forget. Who doesn't? Everybody. Who? Uh, everybody. 
Yeah, you're. When we get closer to this event, we're going to talk about this more. We're going to have to find a group of people to come on the show and talk about this generational talent. I'm not saying he's not a generational talent, but you're giving the kid way too much credit for what he's doing in a bullshit 250 series in America. You're racing the best dudes in the world when you jump up to that 450 class, and those boys will put your ass on the ground. God, he's impressive. He's only impressive until he starts getting beat all the time. Impressive kid there. He is impressive because he's winning. The moment he starts getting beat, you're going to tone that back a little bit. You know why? Because you did the same thing with AC. Yeah, we're impressive. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I didn't say AC was a generational talent. You thought AC was going to go into the 450 class and win a lot. He was pretty good. Yeah, and guess what? What happened? What has he done? Ayahuasca. What has he done? Ayahuasca. What has he done? A lot of drugs. Answer me. What has he done in his 450 career? A lot of drugs. What has he done in his 450 career? I just answered it. He's done a lot of drugs, which is awesome. What has he accomplished and as a 450 so rider? So now I think we're going to be fine. What has he accomplished as a 450 rider? I'm waiting. We are fast as fuck, boy. What has he accomplished as a 450 rider? <laughs> He's fast as fuck, boy. He's accomplished nothing. He's got exactly. stew speed. He d- <laughs> we have stew-like speed. Uh, you, I think you've been huffing too many For fumes. 30 seconds. For 30 seconds. And we usually hit the ground after that. Yeah, and then fucking arrow yourself and then another season just down the fucking tubes. And then we have to go do ayahuasca to figure out the rest of our lives. <sighs> God, I can't wait for MX of Nations. All right, so this has been show number 209. Spring Creek wrap-up. Kevin Morans. Everything else in between. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors. Make sure to go check them out. Links in the description. Merch links. Amazon links. All sorts, all the links, all the links are in the description. Thanks to Energy Fuel. We're gonna try. We're gonna try this next week on on the show on camera. We're gonna drink some on the show next. It's week. a it's it's nine o'clock, so I don't really need to be drinking. Me neither. Whatever that is. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back next week to wash up, wash uh, to wrap up, <laughs> wash, wash, wash up, wash Google. Google. Just gonna wash our hands We're of just it. Gonna wash our hands and uh, and then we'll whatever. be back anyway. All right, see you next week later. I